Well, I don't feel any different than I might have done 40 years ago. I'm no less excited by bringing it to life with the orchestra, maybe more so. You can never stop learning. You, you don't want to retire from music any more than retire from breathing. You see, Star Wars was meant to be a simple hero's journey, a fantasy for young people. And then John wrote the music, and he raised it to a level of art, popular art, that would stand the test of time. I've, you know, had my morning coffee on the Millennium Falcon. I've, had, I've done some pretty cool stuff, and nothing compares to sitting there next to John when he's at work. It's hard to separate the emotional reaction of the movies that you grew up with and John's score, and you can't pull them apart. Remove his score from any scene, and it becomes nearly unrecognizable. Something's instantaneously and fundamentally gone, perhaps the soul. There is no honor greater than being counted among the directors who've been blessed to collaborate with John Williams. Without John Williams, bikes don't really fly, nor do brooms in Quidditch matches, nor do men in red capes. There is no force. Dinosaurs do not walk the earth. We do not wonder, we do not weep, we do not believe. Welcome to a very special episode of A Certain Point of View. Today, we're going to celebrate the birthday of the one, the only, the legendary John Williams. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is a Star Wars podcast. Ben. Dude, it's been too long since we did an actual episode. It has been a very long time. Very long time. But this is a special occasion. It's a very special occasion. As you could tell by the intro, this week is John Williams' is it 89th birthday? I, I believe it's that's his, right. Yep, I believe it's his 89th birthday. Um, he was born on February 8th, 1932. Man. <laughs> And um, my goodness, it has just been quite the life that he's lived and quite the career that he's had. And honestly, y'all, we just thought that this would be a great opportunity to celebrate it. And we haven't had an episode either, Ben, where we just specifically talked music. And I feel like that's kind of a crime. <laughs> like, how, mm-hmm. have we, how have we been doing this podcast for over a year and we have not had an episode <laughs> devoted to John Williams in some way? Man, we I know that we've talked about it a couple of times. I think we got intimidated every time. So we're like, I mean, like, we obviously it's like, I love it. And I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, if we're going to do it, we have to like, we have to do it like justice. Like we have to talk about everything. <laughs> and y'all, we put a lot of prep into this week. <laughs> um, we have listened yeah. to all the way through. We have listened to each of the nine Star Wars saga or the Skywalker saga films 
soundtracks and like from beginning to end and in preparation for this. And what we're going to do is we're just going to we're going to go through each of the trilogies. We're going to go through just kind of talk about <laughs> our favorite um, our favorite scores within each trilogy. And um, it, honestly, there's so much to choose from. It was really difficult to like narrow it down at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're going to attempt to do that. Ben, are we up for the task? I mean, yeah, this, uh, <laughs> I wanted to be very clear. This is not a list of, these are the objective best, um, like, these are the best scores in each trilogy. This is literally just, these are our favorites from yeah. our listens, at least this time. Well, I just want to make that abundantly clear. The, like, yeah, the, the thing is, <laughs> what this, all of the, all of these pieces, they definitely invoke emotion, right? Yeah. Everything is about what we feel in that specific moment. And a lot of, you know, we'll probably name some that are just consensus, like everyone loves them. I'm, I'm sure we'll name some of those. But our goal is to also talk about some that maybe not everyone will talk about all the time. And um, I, I, I do think I, I do think that, yeah, what Ben said is correct. It, this is not an objective list. There's no such thing when you're talking about music and like nope. <laughs> Star Wars music. You really can't. Basically, all we know, like, if you want to say something is objective, John Williams is objectively amazing. There's yeah, no, I mean, there's <laughs> no arguing it. Like, <laughs> there's no getting around it. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, so, Ben, do you have any thoughts? Do you have anything you want to say before we dive in? Um, I mean, I just wanted to, before we dive into like songs in particular and stuff, I do want to say, I think that it's really interesting listening to all of these. Um, Michael and I were talking a little bit about this before we started, but each, um, it seems like his approach, which with each trilogy, um, was a little bit different or at least at the, like, it was just the way he was inspired at the time. I don't know, but it was like, I feel like, um, you know, when you listen to, for instance, when you listen to the prequels, each and every movie has a very individual identity in the soundtrack. Like, you know you're listening to The Phantom Menace <laughs> when you're listening to The Phantom Menace. You know you're listening to... Uh, gosh, Attack of the Clones is the most unique soundtrack, I think, of any of them, honestly. But, like, like you know you're listening to Attack of the Clones when you're listening to it. Like, each of the prequels, you would be able to name. Um, the original trilogy, I think, it still holds that a little bit, but it's like... I mean, the first Star Wars has a lot of the main themes... And then the next one builds on it, but also like, you know, it expands on what was already there, but also adds some fresh ones as well. And then Return of the Jedi um, is a lot of stuff from the previous movies with a couple of new things in there and then some really wacky things I wanted to mention at some point. But um, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but then like but the sequel trilogy, I feel like it ended up doing a similar model as the original trilogy where like the first movie has a lot of your your bones for what your trilogy is about to be and then the next ones kind of just expand on that as you go um but that's how i feel personally and I, it's not like a knock against any of them honestly it's just kind of the way that it was and i just thought it was really interesting though that each trilogy has their own identity in that way like you know you're listening to the sequel trilogy like even though you're getting probably most of your main songs in the force awakens you know whenever you're listening to it that it's that trilogy. Like, they each have their own character, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, do, I do think that the 
uh, sequel trilogy does that, what you're saying, more so than even the original trilogy does because... I agree for sure, yeah. You think about the original trilogy, like Empire Strikes Back brought us Yoda's theme. It brought us yes. it brought us the Imperial March because that had never been done in yes. A New Hope. It brought yeah. it really emphasized Leia's theme more than I think it was like hinted at a little bit in A New Hope, but it was really emphasized in Empire Strikes Back. Um and so like I do think that that one really brought us a lot of new mm-hmm. really really good ones. And then um yeah, but then you're right. Return of the Jedi used most of those and then put in some wackiness. Um, yeah. <laughs> whereas the sequel trilogy, it was like m- almost all of your main themes are from the first movie. And then yeah. and then you got Rose's theme in the in the the last Jedi. Uh but but what the last Jedi did and it's I guess it's pretty uh spot on with what the movie is itself. It also like it uh, not only did it honor what came before, but it also <laughs> in our opinion it honored what came before, but it also <laughs> I know a lot of people people push back on that, but it but it also score wise it did that same thing. But then it It also had a bunch of uh, it had several that are actually just specific to that movie. I didn't hear it any in any of the other movies. Yeah, and so like John Williams, I felt like did a great job in that one. And then Rise of Skywalker again is same kind of a feel. Brought in stuff from the previous stuff for the most part. In, yeah. in Rise of Skywalker. So, mm-hmm. yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. I have a lot of thoughts on on all of this as we go. But I did want to start with a little bit of history on John Williams. Yes. Just a few facts here. Obviously, um, pretty if big got, deal. But yeah. Uh, by the way, if you got, I highly recommend. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, advertise another podcast here on our podcast. It is incredible. So if you guys go, if you haven't already done this, and Ben, I don't know if you have either. You guys need to go listen to the Blockbuster podcast. You told me about this. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. So the first – there's two seasons. The first season is about George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, and John Williams. And it's about how their careers are intertwined and their friendships. And it's basically like if you it's, – it's like if you, if you listen to an audio book with like sound effects and score. It's, it's like a similar feel – but it's like these guys did their research. It's like it's accurate, and it's also like there's voice actors, and mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting. Um, but it's all audio, and it's basically like six, seven, eight. I can't remember how many episodes per season, but it goes into like how John Williams started um, with with Jaws, and how he met Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, and all of that, and how important John Williams is to. Star Wars. It is yeah. crazy how much his music actually made George uh, George Lucas believe that this movie was actually any good. Like, legitimately... I mean, it's crazy how much it adds, man. Legitimately, George was depressed. Like, <laughs> until... Like, there was a point where he heard the music in the recording session, and he was like, this could... This could be this could be okay. <laughs> like, yeah. And and it John Williams, it was it's all because of him. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um and then the second season is about James Cameron, which is also extremely interesting. And so highly recommend this other podcast. But Blockbuster Podcast. So um, but just a little bit of uh of facts for you. John Williams, hold on to your seat, Ben. John Williams has been nominated for 52. Academy Awards, winning five. Insane. He is 
He is in second place in uh, he is in second place all time for uh, Academy Award nominations, second only to Walt Disney. <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? And he's top he's top dog for people that are still alive. Good lord. Yeah. He won five Oscars for his <laughs> scores. Six Emmy Awards, winning three. 25 Golden Globes, winning four. 71 Grammy Awards, winning 25. And has received seven British Academy Film Awards. <laughs> I mean, like, is there a more decorated human? I really don't know. Like, that's so much. I mean, just Walt Disney, apparently. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> he has 20, he has 59. Walt Disney has 59. How insane is that? That's really all the history I have besides, like, y'all, besides, we just have to always keep in mind how intertwined John Williams is to the career of George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Those three together are all, like, very much um, influential and, and, like, pioneers of their time, and John Williams is that for music. So many composers have, like, have been influenced or um, inspired by him, by the music that he did. And, um, you know, even filmmakers are inspired to make their own film by listening to the music that he makes. And let's just talk about, let's just list off some movies that he's, that he's scored. Oh boy. Okay. We got star Wars. Obviously. obviously. That's nine movies. <laughs> there you go. Jaws. 10 if you include his work on solo as well, but yeah. Right. Right. But that was actually written already before true technically so um if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong about that but um so then there's jaws which was actually his first um his first feature film that he ever did um jurassic park so already some of the most iconic scores of all time (laughs) and it's there's and i'm it doesn't stop no indiana jones et superman harry potter the first three Schindler's List, which is not one that I've that I'm uh, that I, mm-hmm. I can't hum that off the top of my head. Um, he's and guys like that's just some. Of, I'm not going to name all of his movies. That's just like some of them, like a few of them. <laughs> and he has done so many more. John Williams is just the best. <laughs> like hands down, there's nothing that there's nothing about this podcast that is not going to point to his bestness. <laughs> Yeah, no. So, uh, yeah. Do you have any thoughts before we dive into actual music stuff? Um, I don't think so, man. Okay, I'm re- I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let's start with. Let's go in chronological order. What What do you say? Well, cron- release order. Release order. That's fine. Release order. Yeah. Let's Let's do it. Um, chronological for us. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So. Let's start with the original trilogy. Ben, what was this experience like listening through the original trilogy soundtrack and what stuck out to you? And then obviously we'll talk about what our actual favorites are in a little bit. Um, well, one, <laughs> funny enough, my first thought was, man, there are a lot of harps in this trilogy. Um, yes. And then my <laughs> he loves the harps. That was one of my first thoughts. Um, but dude, honestly, like, so the original trilogy is one of those things that I think that I've never really like sat down and listened to those soundtracks as much because I just like grew up watching those movies and just 
kind of left it at that for the most part. Um, so I, this was my first time really getting to just sit and like take it in audio only. And man, there's so much richness in that original trilogy. Like <laughs> I, I didn't know I loved so many of these things as much as I did. Like, yeah. I mean, like I knew I loved Star Wars music. Don't get me wrong. There's like specific things though I didn't realize were like different people's themes. You know that I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this one elicits so much emotion in me. Like or like whatever. That those were like my initial thoughts. Were just like I was kind of blown away at. I guess I was blown away at the depth that there was in each individual track. You know. Yeah. Um. That was kind of what took me by surprise. Um, the other thing that took me by surprise was when I was like in the, in the throes of listening to all these soundtracks. And then, you know, um, I started listening to return of the Jedi and, um, lap neck came on and I was like, what's happening? (laughs) This this is awesome. But what? (laughs) Like (laughs) I was, I literally, I typed it down. I said, I said, did John Williams actually do this too? Because like, he did. Yeah. It's just amazing. He's so talented. Those were my initial thoughts listening to the original mm. trilogy. Was just like Yeah. I was I was amazed at how many things I didn't realize were like individual themes and stuff, you know. Yeah, and he sprinkles the themes all throughout and like sneaks them in there. And yeah. what and this is one of the things that we're going to talk about a lot tonight is John Williams is the master of melody. And the yes. master of, um, sorry, the master of the motif. So if you if you don't know what a motif is, um, I'm not going to talk in super musical language tonight. But there's going to be a few times where it's just appropriate. And so um, a motif is when you have a melody and then like you establish a melody and then you bring it back later as a motif. You bring that melody back. And so um, a lot of like. If you think about like the force theme, that's a motif that's mm-hmm. going to show that shows up a lot of times and it represents certain things when it shows up. Yeah, that's what a motif is. And so John Williams is the master of the motif. He's the yes. master of melody. And if you just listen, even like I didn't even notice and then I've never really listened to the music in A New Hope where um, where we where Luke or I'm sorry, where Leia is introduced um, in the movie, like right at the beginning of the movie where we see her, she had just recorded the, the message for R2 and, um, we see her for the first time, just a little flute hint at her melody. It's it yes. like, you know, her, her theme is yep. featured, but it's very quiet and very understated mm-hmm. and, but it's there. And, you know, listening through this, you don't see anything. You just hear the music and it's like, Oh, that's been there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool, dude. It was really cool. I totally agree with that. And I also agree, or I'll also say this, John Williams' music is, like, crazy complex. Like <laughs> it's so complex. Some of this stuff, I'm like, like people actually play this. Like, and, and they don't yeah. practice either. They just come in and they just, the, the London Symphony Orchestra just comes in and they just plop play down it. and play it. it be, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a, like it's a meeting. <laughs> like... <laughs> It, they're just that professional and they're just yeah. so good. And it's what's insane. It, like I know, I know a couple of music friends. Um, one of them is Yo-Yo, one of our good, one of our good yep. friends. She's, uh, she's played in orchestras for a long time. And she said, she, she told me that 
every time that they have a John Williams kind of a special thing, all of her and her, her and all of her friends hate it because it's so difficult. Yes. <laughs> and so um, it's it's crazy, dude. When you listen to this stuff, it's so in, incredibly intricate. Yeah. So that said, what what would you say? Let's let's just like play some popcorn here. What would you say? Just some of your um, maybe honorable mentions before we get into your like top three of this okay. trilogy. Yeah. So, um, okay. Let's start with like a, um, I want to start with a wacky one. Okay. Not, not like stupid, not crazy wacky, but it was one of those moments where I was like, he is just so talented hmm. was, uh, I was listening to a new hope and the land of the sand people came on. Okay. And it took me by surprise because it just sounded unlike anything else in any of the movies. It's just so unique. Yeah. It's like some of it, it's like you think it's sound effects from the movie. Dude. And then, like, if you keep listening, it, there's, like, some crazy percussion that comes in. It's like, and stuff. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, it's so cool. That's, that's incredible. What I love is that, like, this is a, this is already, obviously, we've established this theme of, bum, bum, this is a theme yeah. that we have already established in the movie. Um, this is what I mean by motif. But, like, but this is supposed to be like we're in the desert where the yeah. sand people are, right? And so, like, it's kind of funky, kind of this weird feel. But like, he fits that he fits that same theme that we already know in a mm-hmm. different timing, different time signature. He fits it in there, but then uh, on top of uh, or underneath that is this like Whereas earlier we heard it and it's just like this epic thing. Yeah. So like he that's fits one it the, in yeah. everywhere. Like <laughs> it's crazy. So like for me, one one of the things one of the ones that I will always mention is one of my favorites of the of the original trilogy is the last battle in a new hope. Yes. And it's yes, yes, yes. what's happening here is they're doing, you know, the X Wings are mm-hmm. are storming the Death Star and we're doing the trench run and it's the very like the, the part that really gets me the most is the very end before the Death Star explodes the the tension mm-hmm. is at its peak and you got these like like these these pitched drums and it's just like it's all the tension is there and and then you have you know, in the movie, you have the guy pull on the lever, and it's like, mm, and you yes. just know it's about to happen. They're about to, they're about to blow up a planet, and then the Death Star explodes. The music right there is just some of the absolute best. So here's here's a little snippet of it.
how on earth does he do this? Like, we're just talking about honorable mentions, and I'm like geeking out. Like, it's <laughs> like, how does he write the same? Like, he uses that same. It's like you said, he's master of the motif. He uses that same thing, but then like in a different setting, it just sounds so much different like <laughs> yeah and then what he does if you notice to, to heighten the tension it starts off this like really adventurous heroic yes. just a different version of it but it's still very much like heroic and awesome and, and then and then like every time he every time he repeats it he adds mm-hmm. these like off notes to add that tension that's like yes okay what's going on here something's happening here and it's just like these notes that are way up here that clash mm-hmm. and it's just like it, like when, even when I was listening to it with you just now, I was making these faces like, <laughs> like because they clash and it's on purpose. It it's reminds me brilliant. of it reminds me of, um, and I'm sure this is like where he gets it is Michael Giacchino in the Lost soundtrack does the same thing a lot. Yep, where it's like he uses these these like notes that are up here that are just really dissonant, and it's always to make you feel unsettled mm-hmm. for a second, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And Michael Giacchino has talked many, many times about how John Williams is like I his, mean, yeah. his go-to. So that's that makes a lot of sense. And if you listen to Michael Giacchino, he's definitely like a like a a godson of John Williams music-wise. Absolutely, so, totally. Yeah. And then, oh god, the drums at the end! I just can't. I never can get over the awesomeness of the. It's not difficult. It's like super no. simple, but it's just like those the the pitches they play and how it just contributes to the. Um, mm-hmm. To the tension of that moment, dun, 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 dun. like all those are just mm-hmm. ugh, it just gets me. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's do let's do one more honorable mention each. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in there the asteroid field from Empire Strikes Back. Mm, great one. And these are honorable mentions. Like, <laughs> what the crap, John Williams? What I love about that one is, uh, no, no, you go first. This is yours, not mine. Go ahead. Okay, no, okay, so Empire Strikes Back in particular, like, when I said that the amount of harps in these movies, like, blew me away, this this movie in particular has crazy harps. Like, that one, what it was just like, like, it's already, like, big and triumphant. And then if you listen, you just hear, like, on the harps yeah. going crazy. <laughs> and, like, man, it's just, this one reminds me of, like, it's like Jurassic Park was in space. Which makes sense because they're in the asteroid field. And there's that big monster that comes out of the asteroid, you know, and, like, all that, you know. It's like, yeah, it makes sense. It Like, I don't know, dude. I just, this one was really fun to me. I was just, like... How does he? How does he do this? You know, it just makes you feel large. It feels. It makes you feel like you are in something larger than life. That is what his music does. It sends you yeah. completely to another place. Absolutely, and dude, like it's it's an adventure. Like when you listen to that, do you feel anything but like okay? Like if you're just listening to that and you've never seen the movie, how could you feel anything other than okay? 
what whatever they're doing, it's adventurous right now. Yes. Whether they're riding horses, whether they're flying spaceships, wh- <laughs> whether they're being chased by someone running, it's mm-hmm. it's an adventure. Whatever's happening right here, and yes. it's, they're in peril, <laughs> you know. And yeah. so, I it's so good. And what I love this is this must be one of those instances that that Yo Yo was talking about where. Um, it's just insane to play because if you listen, like on top of the, yeah. if you listen to that, you have on top of all that, you have this layer of like, like just this yes. stuff going like at crazy rate. It's what makes and, it feel so big. Yeah. And, and what John Williams does so well too, is he goes in and out of keys. Like, yes. like he's playing a bunch of notes that aren't like in the key. Quote unquote, mm-hmm. but it like works. He makes it work so much better than anyone else. Like, yeah, he's uh, it's just so good. And uh, yeah, dude, great pick on that one. Great pick. Um, so my last honorable mention is going to be from the Return of the uh, not the from Return of the Jedi. And the track is called The Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I got those mixed yes. up. Um, Matt, you brought this up because this one's so good. This one could, this one almost. It was, was almost my in mine too. It was yeah. mine. It was, it was this close to be my number three and, but it's not. So here we go. The tension. Seriously. know how to compute like how many things are happening in an orchestra at one time <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's insane it's to think about just trying to write that like i actually sat down when i was listening to it this week i was like so like he wrote like all of these parts how did he yeah. do that and this wasn't yeah. when you had midi controller to no. like <laughs> He wrote all this on his piano like i've seen videos of him just going bang, 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 like on his on his piano it's just crazy and but like this is the height of Star yeah. Wars adventure music. This is the yeah. hero theme. This is Luke Skywalker gets his lightsaber and he just goes to town. <laughs> yeah. And it is just um, I don't know. I get the joy that I feel listening to this part in particular and and watching this part of the movie in particular is just like it can't really be put into words more than like I already have. It's just yeah. the this is one of those pieces that as awesome as the music is and as well done as it is, it just is the feels. Like I feel nothing but joy listening to that. Mhm. Dude, like that part right when it comes out of the gate and it goes it goes like right when it starts doing mm. that melody and but like while it's doing that 
It's like there are these strings that are happening. Like, yeah, and horns, like low trombone and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when that's happening, it's like it's almost like the hero's here. You better catch up. You know, like that's what it feels like. You know, it's it's so cool, and it's like I would never think of that. You know, like yeah, totally. I don't, and I love how John Williams from the very beginning of that track, like before the hero part comes, it's like this. From the get go, it's just. <laughs> like the, the tension that he's building and it sounds man it sounds really good when i do that but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know john williams is okay <laughs> but you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah oh, i love it so much so ben let's do it let's let's go to your number three of the original trilogy yes so my number three this i mean the song is everywhere in the series i just particularly like the way it's done here um okay. It is the throne room from A New Hope. Dude, it's like we so hear good. that we hear that song so much throughout Star Wars, you know, that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic one, but like that particular one just feels so punchy, you know, yeah. it's like it's yeah, one dude. of the more simplest, like the more simplified versions of a theme that we hear, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's just so, and I feel like it gives it this real, like, like every time, <laughs> every time everything hits, like, like, it's so good. I, it just makes me like, I remember every time I watch the movie and that part happens, I like literally just start like bobbing my head like <laughs> to it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. good, man. It gets me hype. Um, I love that. It's, one of the songs I think about when I think about Star Wars, you know? Um, and it's one of the songs that gives Star Wars its identity. Um, mm. So, yeah, I just like that particular take of it as well. It's just so good. I, dude, I love it so much. And what it reminds me of is, like, you know, you have the Imperial March and you have yeah. the resistant, the, the March of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And it sounds, it, you know, there's, there's several instances in Star Wars where he takes a theme and makes it a march. Yes. And, and and this is like the force theme, the force march, <laughs> the, the march of the force. <laughs> it's also it's interesting, too, because it's also kind of the solidifying like in the movie. It's kind of the solidifying moment where you have the force actually being sort of the um, the like working side by side with the rebellion, with this army. You know, yeah. it's like it's kind of the solidifying moment where it's like, okay, like. I am a Jedi. I am working with you. Well, you know, he doesn't say he's a Jedi, but you know what I mean? It's like the force is with the rebellion and it's that moment, you know, it's so good. Yeah. And then like on another level, it works where it's when, when we see it for the first time, the move in the movie, Luke is 
over. I'm not not spoiler alert. I might talk about this later. Uh, but when we see it for the first time in the movie, Luke is looking across the Dune Sea. Uh, yes. And you know you got the the sunsets, and he's looking out there, and he's like, "There's more." Like, and, yep. and I know, I know, I'm, I know, I have a calling. I know, I am destined for more, and I mm-hmm. know that I have a purpose. And so, like, for me, like, it's like a bookend of you have that. And then, like, at the end of the movie, he's found his purpose. Yes. And it's like in a, and it's triumphant. <laughs> it's just yeah. so good. I just got chills. Oh, man. So good. Good choice, dude. So for me, my number three is the Imperial March. Yes. So I'm- it's cool that we're playing these two back to back. We actually yeah. get to kind of compare them. That's kind of that's very unplanned. I'm very happy about that. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, this th- there's a few themes that I might connect with more on an emotional level of in this series. And there's a few that I considered even putting at number three as opposed to this one. But at the end of the day, like this is one of the themes that you, this is the you could argue this is the iconic theme of Star Wars. Like you. Mm-hmm. Out of the many iconic themes of Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> you could argue very compelling, very compellingly that this is the most iconic. Yeah. It is the theme of Darth Vader, <laughs> and, yes. and it's just like it is so freaking good. And honestly, it's simple. Like it's a very simple melody. How John Williams yeah. takes this simple melody, and then honestly, everything but the melody is the is the crazy part. Like there's a bunch of embellishments happening everywhere else, yes. and those are the tricky parts. It, the melody itself is so simple. So here it is. So cool. I'm, it's iconic. I mean, like, it's like you said, it's like, it's one of the more simple sounding ones at first, but like, I mean, that's still really complicated. Like, <laughs> right. It, exactly. Like, that's one of his most simple ones. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, and I love, um, I do love that we hear that theme, like we hear like that Vader theme, um, in other places more subdued. Um, like I think about, um, like I think about actually, um, this isn't, this isn't John Williams, but Kevin Kiner in the last season of the Clone Wars takes that theme and makes it very subdued in the background. Um, Mm. in the last arc, um, it's like, it's like the most, it's like really pretty version of it. And he, and John Williams does that too. And like a lot of prequel stuff, especially he's kind of like Mm -hmm. hinting at Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that so much that he's like able to take this thing. That's so like a, such a dominant force of music, (laughs) but then like able to take that and repurpose it and be like, actually we're going to do this coffee shop style back in this one. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it's so impressive to me that he could take something like that and do that. Um, 
it shows that it's yeah. more than just a march, you know? It's like it has such such deeper feelings associated with it. It really has a lot of emotion and character um, yeah. beyond just being a march song, you know? Yeah, totally. And and if you think about it, too, that's that's they use it again as a march in um, in Return of the Jedi. But yeah. they use it when Palpatine walks in and it's even like even more um, bold and brash. It's yeah, even like, more in your face. It's like <laughs> even more intimidating. Yeah, it's like they're hitting at on all cylinders for this one. And I it's thought like the about punk doing rock version. I thought about playing that one. But uh, it is it, it that part of the song is so short. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I wanted to play the iconic full melody of it and all that stuff. I, and I wanted to start with the dun 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 dun. I wanted yes. to start with that. So I picked this. I picked the one actually called Imperial March. And so yeah, um, yeah, dude. It's it's just one of those that's like it. It you're right. Like when I listen to this one, it doesn't elicit anything other than like. Um, awesomeness from from my from my soul it's not you know it's it's intimidation it's just um it's in your face villain music and it's some of the best it's the best villain music of all time in my as far as i'm concerned yeah but like but you're absolutely right what john williams is a master of is he takes that and he can then he then uses it in other ways where it's like actually like an emotional impactful moment and it's he's just so good at doing that. So yeah, that's my number three, the Imperial March. What is your number two? Yoda's theme. Oh, from so uh, Empire. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Okay, I mean, so I played this actually. I played this theme for Sarah earlier, and she's like, "Oh, it's Dagobah," you know, like that's what she thinks about. She thinks about Dagobah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it makes sense because that's where we meet Yoda, um, right? And it's like this song. So this is where like I start. <laughs> this is this is one of those songs where I'm like, this makes me feel a lot of things. Like this is one of those ones that when I hear this, it really taps into the sense of discovery of mystery of wonder, like all these things that I associate with star Wars, like, like going somewhere that I don't understand something shrouded in mystery, but also full of like wonder and life and, you know, all of these things. And it, that's exactly Yoda. Like Yoda is always, is a character shrouded in mystery but you also just feel like you get him, you know, yes. you feel like you understand it and you feel like you, you resonate with Yoda for some reason, even though you don't know hardly anything about him. Like Yoda's one of is people's favorite characters and, um, people don't know anything about him. Like, <laughs> like where he came from. We don't know what 
like, you know, a good 800 years of his life consisted of. Like, it's, like, there's just so much that we just don't know about him. But we, but for some reason, he resonates with us. And that's why I love this song so much. It, it taps into all of those things perfectly. While yeah. also just making you feel all of the Star Wars things. Um, <laughs> it's so good, man. And again, Empire Strikes Back is not kidding with those harps. Like there's so much beautiful harp playing in this song. Um, You've definitely picked some harp heavy ones. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I don't know what it is about the harps in um, some of these (laughs) movies. They really get me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. When you talk about Yoda, it's like, think about Yoda. And, And this, honestly, this goes beyond the movies. Think about Yoda in, um, well, think about Yoda in Revenge of the Sith after, after he's fought Palpatine and after he mm-hmm. lost and ha- like the, the genuine sense of care that he has about what happens to the to Luke and Leia and mm-hmm. and Obi Wan, um, whenever he's talking to Obi Wan, telling him that he needs to go meet with an old friend, um, uh, what that genuine sense of care that he has for Obi Wan right there and the kids. The genuine mm-hmm. sense of care that think about the final arc of Clone Wars, where um, when you know Yoda is meeting with the Council over you know uh, uh, over Star Wars Skype, and <laughs> and um, you know Mace Windu's in there and he calls her a civilian and all that stuff, and then <laughs> he he leaves, they all leave, but then Yoda yeah. sticks around, and he's and he's like is there more that you want to talk about or like more to say or something? And, and it's just like this genuine, like he cares for Ahsoka so much and yeah. he, he cares about like, and, and what I'm, what I'm getting at for all of this is like, he does the same for Luke and he does the same for all. You see that in, in uh, the last Jedi when he comes back for, when he comes back and helps Luke get on the right track, you, you see the genuine love he has for, this Skywalker kid who's always got his, he's always looking ahead, not what he's doing <laughs> and, and, and always looking on the horizon. And what this piece does is like, there's a specific chord at the end. It's a major seven chord and I'm not going to get too technical here, but what that chord does is think of the, think of the intro to the first, um, music in up where they do yeah. the, um, there's a it's a very sweet quality to a major seven chord and the you know at the end of the melody for this yoda piece the end of like the end of the actual phrase it all resolves on a major seven kind of a note and it's just like this epic wonder Mm -hmm. but at the same time it resolves with the sweetness and that's Mm -hmm. yoda and yes. to me, it's just like John Williams just understood the character of Yoda, yeah, from the beginning, and that is one of that's one of the amazing things as well. So great pick, dude, because that's not that's not on my top three, but that's one of the ones that was vying for it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm actually really happy our list is different is this different so far. This I know. is actually this is very. Really cool. <laughs> this doesn't always happen, no. <laughs> as you guys know. <laughs> um, so for me, is that all you have for that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So for me, my number two of the original trilogy is going to... We're going to stick with Empire. 
Um, uh, apparently, we love the music of Empire Strikes Back. Um, I'm going to stick with Empire for this one, and it's just the one simply called Finale, and it's how the movie ends. Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and play it, and I'll talk about it. Dude, the chills are okay. everywhere. <laughs> Seriously, like, <laughs> dude. Ugh. Okay, this works out pretty well. Okay, so, is this your um, favorite? No. Okay. But Leia's theme is my favorite, and it's okay. incorporated here. Yeah. Um, it's not the same exact thing though. It's not. It's not, and that's why I'm like I'm excited because my favorite okay. rendition of it sort of is like yeah, yeah. But, dude. Like, this is just so grand. And so, yeah. like, like I picture Cloud City when I hear this. Because it's like, like, this, because I, this, this is a song that I, when I think Empire Strikes Back, I think about this song, you know? Me too. Um, it's so, it's, it's, again, it's filled with wonder. And then mm-hmm. he always puts those little notes in there to make you go, Huh? And like incline your ear a little bit closer and then like knocks you in the face with more sweetness. Like (laughs) it's just, I don't understand everything I'm listening to when I hear this. And again, like (laughs) you, I saw you motion it. The harp hits real hard (laughs) at one part on there and I love it. Um, Dude, like what, what, what do you, what else? Like you, you were the one that chose this. Why is it your number one? (laughs) Or number two. Or one. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 honestly, dude, it was this close to being my number one. Yeah. And it is it this okay, think about first of all, think about where this happens in the movie. Luke has just lost the battle against Darth Vader. Han has just been taken away, frozen in carbonite, taken away by Boba Fett. The Empire truly has struck back. <laughs> And um, our the rebellion, and particularly our crew, our friends here, they're at a low. Is anything about this music low or no. like sorrowful? Yes, it is hopeful. Star Wars is always about hope. Yes, even when it's like even when all seems lost, even when it looks like there you know there's no way. 
that anything could happen that's good. It doesn't look like it could turn around. It's always about hope. And mm-hmm. and the rebellion was always a, a an underdog, right? The rebellion yeah. is constantly the underdog. And that's what this is. And then and what this kind of feels like, it, and it's used as kind of, a lot of times in the movie, it's it's kind of used as Han and Leia's theme together. It is, yeah. Um, intertwined. And I, I kind of feel like that. And so, like, I feel like, and I just kind of realized this, talking about it right this second, I feel like that was kind of their way of including Han in the last shot. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not even kidding. Like, that's actually, like, it makes me think of Han and like, that's what's next. They're going to go find Han. Yep. And, um, it, and I think about, I think about R2 and, and 3PO standing on the side and Luke and Leia just standing, Luke with his arm around Leia standing, looking at, looking across the galaxy at this like giant, beautiful star that, <laughs> or yes. like galaxy. They, it's just this incredible shot. And this is at the height of its epicness. And I, I really wanted to not say the word epic in this, but like this, that's what this is. Like when you, <laughs> when you use the word epic, it better mean it. And yeah, this, this is, it means we mean it. <laughs> yes. That. The first okay, the the first repetition of that theme was already awesome. It was like already I had chills. Yeah. And then it comes down and does this little weird thing. It goes so much bigger the second time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it like hits that's what I mean. It's like it's like it keeps inclining your ear in and then it goes <laughs> like this, Yeah. It's like this big old wave of just sound <laughs> hitting yeah. you. It's, yeah. it's just phenomenal. And that's, dude, honestly, most of what I have with this is all feels. And it's all what I think about after and it, what it represents. And it just represents for me, like, hope that this isn't the end. And yeah. um, obviously we know how the story ends. And so I don't know. I don't have a whole lot more to say other yeah. than just, like, I want to listen to it again. <laughs> I, know. I know, right. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So dude, what's so good. So what's your number one of the okay. original trilogy? My number one is Leia's theme from uh, from A New Hope's soundtrack. Okay, so Leia's theme, I realized while listening to all of these that Leia's theme might be my favorite theme 
in all of it, like in all of Star Wars. I think there's something about the way that there's like a call and response in the song. It's like you have the, and then right after that, you have this other horn that's always going like, and like, like coming in kind of talking back a little bit. And it's kind of like what you were saying. It's almost like it's Leia and Han kind of like there together, constantly going back and forth. And, it's so cool because it's like while well, this one's kind of starting to go up more all the time and then coming back down this one's always going ah, ah, like coming down a little bit and it's just it's like it sends me like <laughs> it literally just like sweeps me off of my feet and it kind of makes me feel like i'm in the stars yeah. um and i think that like um you know, it it's funny because it, it actually makes me think of The Last Jedi because mm. I think that they used her theme in one of the trailers for The Last Jedi. Oh, um, they use it. Oh, they use it for sure. They used it in Rise of Skywalker. I know they did for that. Yeah. But I thought I thought for some reason I thought I remembered some maybe for Last Jedi. But anyways, I think of Last Jedi when I hear this song um, and it's just like. You know, it's it's Leia. It, it like everything about it is Leia. It is. Um, you okay over there? <laughs> Good. Wrong pipe. <laughs> um, it's powerful, but it's like filled with just like also it's it's royal, mm. but it never feels too royal. You know, it's like it's elegant, but it's no. just full of power and inspiration. And that's really what Leia is. She was inspirational. She was always kind of. She was kind of the spark, you know? She was always the thing that ignited that rebellion. Mm. And I think that... I love that you said that. <laughs> um, that's, what, that's what it makes me feel, man. That's yeah. what... It, it just... It is Leia from, like, in and out, and I love it so much. Well, dude, she's royal and, and powerful, but not pretentious. And exactly. She, she, she's good. It's and you feel her goodness in that theme. Yes, and, and I think this is something that John Williams consistently gets with the strong female characters in Star Wars. He does this with his themes. He's mm-hmm. so good at capturing the goodness. Yes, while not being timid. Yeah, in a bad way. It's like there's a, there's an element of sweetness to them but also like strength at the same time and it's yeah. he's so good at capturing both ends yeah. of the spectrum of that and um that's the definition of what Leia is and that's the definition of what her theme is and that's yeah. god I'm so glad you chose Leia's theme because I didn't <laughs> that would that you know it bet- it was between Yoda's theme and that that those were and then the Return of the Jedi like those were the three that were vying for that number three spot yeah um that I just had to put Imperial March for it but yeah. like Leia's theme probably if any of those would have would have surpassed it I probably would have put Leia's theme there yeah it's just so powerful so good my goodness great choice dude so my number one of the original trilogy is predictable. As generally my number ones are, I think. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm – I always say that I feel like I'm sort of basic sometimes as a Star Wars fan. I do think that I'm not – I'm. <laughs> I do think that sometimes it's just like, oh, of course that's your favorite. But like <laughs> – 
It is, so get off my back about it. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get all the way off my back. All the way off my back about this. <laughs> my number one is Binary Sunset, and it's... How can it not be? I mean... <laughs> how can we not talk about this one? I mean, come on. This is one of the... And I'm sure you left this for me. This is one of the most iconic movie moments of all time. Yeah. Like, and it just is, and I can't not have it as my number one. I can't. And... Uh, but not only uh, – we'll play this in a second, but not only is it good here, but this is probably – like if you think of Star Wars, like this is the theme that is repeated by far the most in all of the movies and in all – in even like Clone Wars and Rebels. This theme is repeated and used mm-hmm. a lot as yeah. a as a um, – a symbol of the force and it's also mm-hmm. more of a symbol of like hope at the same yeah. time There's is something that particular rendition of that theme yeah. is the first time we hear it. If I'm not mistaken, in the in the whole series, that's the first time we hear it, and you never quite hear it like that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, you never quite do, and it's always amazing. But there's something about this particular one that is just, including the end of it. Whenever, if you notice, like. There's this moment. Okay, so the scene that it's at, and obviously if you're like a big Star Wars fan, I'm sure you already know what the scene is here, but Luke is standing out looking at the horizon with the two sons, um, you know, the two the twin sons and on Tatooine, and he's like, my life sucks. <laughs> he's he's yes. thinking he's thinking my friends are out fighting the the Empire with the Rebellion, and I'm stuck here farming moisture. <laughs> and... Oof. And I and it's like, and his uncle tells him again, it's just one more season. It's always one more season, and he knows that he's meant for more than moisture farming, and he knows it in his bones. And he's looking out at these twin sons, and just dreaming of what his purpose is. Yeah. And at the height of that music right there, that's what he's doing. And then if you notice, like. In the movie, he like at the at the end of that little bit on that note right there, the bass notes kind of drown, kind of go out, and yeah. it's now just these like sh- like these like little tremolo, and it's it's it kind of takes a turn from like really hopeful to like kind of sad again. Yeah. It's like whenever he looks, he kind of looks down and looks back a little bit. And it's almost like he's mm-hmm. thinking, I got to go back to my life now. Like, yeah, the music does that with him. And like, 
I can't get I will never get over this piece of music. No. It is my it's my number one. It's probably a billion people's number one, <laughs> but it's for a reason. It's yeah. like sometimes something's just that way because it's that good. <laughs> and it's just it's such a powerful theme and it's used for such powerful moments even later on in the, we'll talk about it later on in 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 the saga and so that's why it's my number one man like i get emotional at just talking about it i really do dude i mean like i think about i think about this song um this i mean this is it's like i said whenever i was talking about the throne room earlier it's like this is the theme that you think about when Mm -hmm. you think about star wars you know like one of them if it's not the imperial march it's probably this one um and it's because, I mean, it's like you said, this is the theme that's associated with the Force. It's associated with hope. Um, it's associated with Luke uh, because of this, you know? It's the first time we hear it is with him. And yeah. um, and that's also kind of why, you know, in The Last Jedi, it's a song that plays whenever he dies. Um, spoiler alert? I don't know. But, like, <laughs> it's the song that plays Wait, when he's... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at the binary sunset again, and he dies, and it's, it's like, beautiful. Mm. Um, bookends and hmm, bookends, so good, (laughs) but dude, yeah, I mean, like, I don't really have much to say on this other than just like the way I feel like it causes me literally to just like close my eyes and just like, let it like, just feel it. Like Mm -hmm. that's what happens anytime I hear this. I like close my eyes <laughs> and then I miss whatever happens when I'm watching it, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, cause I've seen it all, but <laughs> like, <laughs> but like it really does make me do that. It's it calms me and it like kind of, it, it's, it's one of those songs that almost centers you. I know that may sound almost too much. Like I love it too much, but like it really does. Like it kind of brings you back, you know? Yeah. Totally. It's so good. It's so powerful. Yeah, I love it, man. That is the original trilogy. And, um, I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> That could be a podcast right there. It probably should be. <laughs> we, we talked so many times about how we should do this because, like, there's so much to talk about, guys. Um, we still have two more trilogies to go through. <laughs> Hope you're having fun. Get up. Go get some water if you're just sitting down watching a podcast like a weirdo. And <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But, like, seriously, we, like, <laughs> we talked about, like, do we need to do three separate episodes because it's so much. So then we are like, no, because then I'd be talking about it for like a month and a half and it's just not, you know. Yeah. It just it's didn't not, make sense. It doesn't make sense. But so this is just, this is going to be a long one. So you can <laughs> pick it up. In. Yeah, you can pick it up. You can pause it and then pick it up later as you please. But you know what? I love long podcasts. <laughs> and, and I know at least a few of you do. All right, y'all. So let's get into it. We're now on the prequels. Go. We're going in re- um, reverse order. <laughs> we're going in um, in release order is what I meant to say. So we did the original trilogy. Now we're going to do the prequels. And dude, this was a surprise to me. And and I don't know why. Like I have always known the music for the prequels is good. Like it's it's John Williams and it's good. Like I have always known that. And so, but man. Honestly, dude, the prequel trilogy has some of the absolute best Star Wars music out there. Like, and it's, there is a difference in the tone, like in a, in the feel, they approached it very differently than they approached the, um, the original trilogy because of 
like I do think that they added a lot. They, if you know, I'm sure you noticed there's a, there's a use of choir. They didn't really use choir yeah. at all in the original trilogy, um, but the, there's a they use choir a lot in the prequel trilogy, and mm-hmm. it really adds to the like Shakespearean opera version, like the mm-hmm. the opera feel of this trilogy. And it also adds a lot to the totally just completely tragic <laughs> nature yes. of this trilogy in particular. And so um, what that was my big surprise listening to this. I, I thought that there were no surprises to be found. I thought it was like, it's all but. great <laughs> and that's fine. But like, no, this is more than great. This is like my top three here. It was insanely hard to pick three from the prequels, and it was way harder than I ever. And I'm gonna this leave. This was the some hardest out. one for me. Yeah, and I'm gonna leave some out that is like, like heresy <laughs> to leave out. And um, I just, I, I don't, I'm like kind of shocked at like how, how much I like this more than I thought I did. Yeah, you know, so. Did you have any surprises here or did you always kind of just know like, no, 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 the prequels are where it's at <laughs> with the music? <laughs> um, one, yes, that, that is how I felt about the prequels. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is my, this, this is my jam. This is the best. Um, I love the prequels music, but I will say I had, the, I had a similar revelation though, because of listening to the rest of it. I was like, the prequels have that choir just like on, they just, put it out there in front of your face and it just mm. hits you in your feels every time. Um, and you, you, I like the way you described it. It really does add to that. Like this is a tragedy. Like this story is a tragedy and yeah. it really elicits that in you. And, um, and I think that it <laughs> comes out of the gate swinging man in uh, Phantom Menace, but we'll talk about it. Um, oh, we'll talk about it. Oh, we'll talk about it. Um, that, and dude, that one in particular, I think was the was a, was shocking to me a little bit. I actually have said multiple times, like I love the music in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, but I usually, you know, you talk about Duel of the Fates, and then like you don't really talk about a whole lot of other stuff from Phantom Menace, dude. There's a there's <laughs> there's a lot of gold in the Phantom Menace, and that one I think really, um, I think it really was revealed to me how. It's different than the other two. It's yes. a little more. It's a little more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Some of it, but like, it's just so good. There's a lot of gold to be found in the Phantom Menace, as I'm yeah. finding about the movie too. It's constantly climbing, clawing up my list, and now the soundtrack is. Yeah, this movie won't quit, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> The Phantom Menace, dude. I'm telling you, this is exactly what's going to happen to people years later with The Last Jedi. Um, dude, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep defending it. Uh, anyway, we can't, t- we can't do that right now. Uh, no, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, will we? Um, so let's, let's just – do you have any other thoughts on the trilogy as a whole before we get into little individual pieces? No, I'm, I'm just excited to talk about these. Get, give I had me... like at least four or five that, I, that stood out to me on each – movie like i mean i have i literally have seven per no i have eight in this movie and then i have seven in the next one and eight exactly in the next. i yeah. i can't there, we're not going to go through all of them no we can't no, no, no. but <laughs> it's just kind of randomly choosing um i like this one let's talk about this one 
it's so hard, you guys. <laughs> it's so <laughs> difficult. I know. What would what's an honorable mention for you in this trilogy? So in Revenge of the Sith, Grievous speaks to Lord Sidious. Interesting. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> man, how good is that? And dude, that is—that's what I mean. How awesome was it before the choir came in? But I know. How much more awesome was it once the choir? That was, <laughs> the choir, dude. Honestly, dude. that was the the choir really reminds me of Lord of the Rings in this trilogy. Yeah, it yeah, really, really a has a Lord of the Rings kind of a feel, and it, it's uh, anyway. You talk about it as your honorable mention. No, I mean like so. Grievous. Anytime Grievous is in this movie, um, he has a couple of things going on for me. One, I hear a lot of, um, Harry Potter ish melodies in this song. Mm. Um, but honestly, what this sounds like to me is like a space pirate robot. Like, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> like it's, it sounds like it could be in a pirates of the Caribbean movie. If it was like set in space, like <laughs> that's what it feels like to me. I love um, that so much. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's almost like you could, you can kind of like swing your arm to it, but it's like, you have to stop at each end of it. Like <laughs> I just had a revelation. Hondo is Jack Sparrow. Uh huh. Absolutely. I never thought of it one time. Oh until yeah, just yeah, now. yeah. Hondo is totally a space pirate. Yeah. Well, I knew he was space. I just kind of, he oh, but he Jack acts Sparrow. like Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally is. That's... Okay, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but this song, like, this is one of those songs that, like, you play it, I know exactly what movie it's from. Because mm. this is Grievous. Like, this is... Like, I think about the Clone Wars going on. I think about droids and clones just kind of shooting each other in the background and Grievous and Sidious are talking to each other. It's like... <laughs> that's yeah. what I... You know... And, um, it's like I said, it just, if I love it so much cause it feels kind of like a pirate song, but it's like stiff and like, yep. and robotic still. And it's so cool to me. I don't, it's very unique. And then you add in the choir just randomly to, you know, make it even better. <laughs> cause why not? You're yeah. John Williams. You can do that. Um, so yeah, I love it. It's, I was like, I don't think it's in my top three, but man, I would hate to not mention how awesome this is. Heck yeah, dude. I'm glad you did because that one's definitely not one of the ones I would have thought about even because that's that's one of those like when I'm listening through Revenge of the Sith score, it's like, man, this whole thing is awesome. This is one of the like all of this is awesome. That yeah. this This goes in that category, but it doesn't go in the category of – certain other ones that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, and, but it's, it's like what I, I love how intense it is. It's so, 
you, like you said, it's very stiff and rigid and like, and then you got the, I, what I noticed this, I really like the, um, there wasn't a lot of use of symbols in this way in mm-hmm. the original trilogy, but they're going with the hi hat to go and like, and like even hitting them on a, on upbeats, dun dun boom dun 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 boom like yeah, kind of weird and in weird places. But it's it's really it doesn't take away from the stiffness of it. And I think yeah. that's just such a cool little musical thing that I noticed. Doesn't really have anything to do with the larger scope, but yeah. I just really like the music and the choir, especially. <laughs> my goodness, it's so good. Um, yeah. So my num my uh honorable mention here that I want to talk about is actually like a really unexpected one. I was listening through and it's, it's kind of one of those that's like, um, reading the title, you don't expect anything of it at all. You know what I mean? So this one is titled Watto's deal. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. goes everywhere man what i really wanted to listen to was that last little bit and i yeah. i do th- i do think and i could be wrong dude but i think it has shmi skywalker is a part of that somewhere like whether it's mm-hmm. her talking to qui-gon or whether it's anakin talking to her and yeah. her her telling him to not look back and to go and mm-hmm. um I, one of those two I, I can't remember but i need to go back and watch it but that that music is just beautiful. Yeah. And, and what I love is that a lot of that, um, a lot of that was kind of just chord based. It wasn't like yeah. there was some that was very melodic, but some of it was just like melodic through block chords, yeah. which is really unique. And I love, I personally, that's my style. I love that. And then it added that we, we got that force theme in there and like hinting at Anakin's, not even hinting, <laughs> no. but but very much so telling us where this is going. And so yeah. I just I love that piece. I was very surprised by it when I listened through. Yeah, you're like, very oh, surprised. Deal, whatever. Like. Yeah, I expected this weird like. <laughs> like I expected I, to sound like if his nose was bouncing up and down. Pretty like, much. I expected. <laughs> I mean, Watto's a gross character. This music's not going to be great, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Watto's deal, man. It's it's great. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. 
Oh my god. What about you? What's what's this? Let's make this your your last honorable mention. Yeah, for yeah. The prequels. Um, let's do um this this. It's from the Phantom Menace. It's a song called "The Sith Spacecraft and the Droid Battle." That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay, but like that, like I think yeah. about that that song when I think about droids. Like, yeah, um, it's so cool, and I love that. I think you noticed it too. They mm-hmm. ran. They very sneakily put Duel of Fates in there. Yep, they did. Um, <laughs> they did. So cool. And they they slowed it down. as Yep, like, yep. Oh, it was so good. Um, yeah, this is just one of the songs that, like, I was like, oh, man, I forgot how much I loved this when I was listening to the Phantom Menace soundtrack. And it's uh, it's one of those ones that it reminds me of Looney Tunes, and John Williams does this a lot, actually. Where, yes! Where, like, the music it talks. feels like the it's talking talks. to you, and it's, like, it's almost like you're watching people, like, run around and do things, you know? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> um, he's so good at that. It's like his music is kinetic in that way. Um, yeah. I love it, man. It's it's so cool. And I don't know if any other composer really makes me um makes me feel that way whenever I'm listening to their soundtracks. It's like he really does it feels like the music just follows the characters and whatever they're doing yeah. so well. It's so cool. It's yeah, it's incredible. And that's that's one of the things that he does so well, like you said, is and honestly, like in in my top three and in yours, a lot of times it's more of the thematic emotional stuff yeah. that we that really we gravitate toward. That's just the way we are. Yeah. But <laughs> but we like I'm glad you mentioned stuff like this and the last one that you did with Grievous. Um, it we can't forget how good John Williams is at action sequences. It's yes. like that stuff was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that stuff was insane and that has to be one of those things that's like insane to play like impossible yeah. to play i it's it's 
I feel the tension, the not tension, the just intensity of whatever's happening, of whatever yeah. chase scene is going on. I feel all of that tense, you know, ness. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I, dude, great, great choice. Really, kind of an odd one, and like, but like really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's so like I um, said, it's like it's like with these lists, I wanted to make sure we were mentioning things that like, yeah. You know, like we're appreciating John Williams. I want to appreciate the things that, like, maybe we don't think about all the time. And it's it's literally the in between stuff. It's like, yeah, of course, we all love, you know, we all love Duel of the Fates, guys. Come on, we know it's going to be in here somewhere. But like, this stuff is what I re- I honestly really appreciate John Williams for. It's mm-hmm. like his ability to like just make the movie actually feel like the movie that I'm watching. Yeah. Um, that's why, like, like George Lucas felt like the movie wasn't complete until John Williams score was put with it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. It's insane, man. Yeah. Kind of keeping on that same track. Um, it's, it's different. It's, but it's just kind of one of his more out there kind of different ones. Um, I'm going to go with, um, the ending of the Phantom Menace. Yeah. So this one is kind of crazy it's because so it's not something like he would normally do, but it's kind of in the it's just kind of in the celebratory feel. Uh-huh. It's called it's called Augie's Great Municipal Band and Ending, or I think that's what it's called. And it's it's like I don't know what this means, but so but it's very much a, a celebratory feel, and it's uh, it's all with the celebration on Naboo um, after they won the battles, and um, and you know they're lifting that weird orb in the air and <laughs> yeah. all that um gungan celebrating everywhere with naboo people and it's great and so here it is Anyway, this song kills me with the whistles. Like, the, yeah, I know. Like the ref whistles. It's so funny. Was that I like know. a thing in music at that time? Like a popular thing? Well, well, it's it's very much a like marching band That's kind true. of a thing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, if right. you listen to the very beginning, it's like, wait, am I listening to like High School Musical or I something? I was literally about to say, this reminds yeah. me of we're all in this together from High School Musical. Like, it, it is a little bit at the beginning, and then it gets better. But, um... Yeah, <laughs> but like it, it really does have that marching band type of a feel, like at a high school football game, and then it comes in with the, yeah, and and then you have the, <laughs> I love that like really happy choir kind of a yes. feel, and um uh the, I love all that stuff. Ugh. It's just so it's such a celebratory thing, and I don't I dare you to listen to that and not get happy. Like. I know. I dare you to do it. And I'm that's really, one of the things John Williams does as well. I'm just so happy you picked that to put in here <laughs> because like, 
Yeah, I had those, to, man. Those weird songs, like, I didn't end up playing Lapty Neck during our older, original trilogy discussion, but, like, those oh, weird songs. Oh, that's right, songs dude. I'm sorry. Does, I forgot about no, that. No, it's fine. I, I literally forgot. Um, like, it's just those weird songs are so, like, I'm always like, how does he. Sometimes when you listen to someone like John Williams, you're like, he only makes, you know, really deep, classy, like, really yeah. epic music, you know, that's all he does. But it's like, no, he could do like really awesome celebratory fun stuff too. Cause he's a freaking musical genius. Of course he can do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you um, think, I mean, he also made the cantina music. Exactly. He scored that's that. He also scored the Canto bite music. Yeah. Which is, which is also awesome. like a very <laughs> off the wall kind of weird too. Yeah. So like, yeah, John, Johnny can get down with some weird stuff. That's not a weird. Um, so <laughs> Tick that uh, off as one of the dude. best quotes Michael has said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, okay. Let's do it. Let's get into our top three. Uh, y'all, seriously. This was insanely hard to do. So please don't throw stones at us through your phones. Um, but uh, I'm very I'm very happy about my top three. Yeah. I'm, I'm very I'm very confident in it. But it's also like, man, I'm leaving a lot out. <laughs> I know. So, That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you go ahead, dude? What's your third? Okay. So this is across all three of the movies of yes. the prequels. Yes. Um, okay. My number three is, sorry, I'm switching you're just, it up you're now. Ch- you're changing your mind. Yep. Right I saw it. I saw it happening. Are you? It is. <sighs> this is, this is what happens, people. This is what happens. I know. It's like you, I have a, try to I rank have... impossible things. I have like a top four, you know, anyways, so Uh it is, let's just say battle of the heroes. So <laughs> the song feels like it keeps driving the knife deeper into you. Like, yeah, yeah, that's literally what I felt. It's like, there's no hopeful piece of this song, um, which is very different from any song in this franchise. <laughs> um, like there's always like a bit of hope, but like this song really does just kind of like it starts with the force theme actually very subtly yeah um and then it like literally just keeps driving the knife in of like nope these brothers are trying to kill each other like 
Um, and it's it's so emotional because I mean you know what's happening when you hear it. You know, <laughs> like like yeah. you know this is Anakin and Obi Wan fighting. This is um, one of the most heartbreaking things in the entire saga. And I think that you know, I mean, I've talked about how much I love this fight and everything like on an emotional level, I think that this is one of the most impactful moments in all of star Wars. Um, and man, I mean, like, I don't think that, (laughs) I don't think that, um, I've heard a song tonight. Like when that, like this one hit me hard just now because the rest of the ones we've been doing have had like really sweet, like, mm, it's like, mm, this is tasty. But, like, this one, it felt like it just kept... It was like there was no major note in it. Like, <laughs> it felt like it was literally all minor. No no happiness. No yeah. hope. Just anger. Just sadness. Tragedy. It's it, yeah. it's literally... It's like, it's like you said, the choir is used to often emphasize tragedy. There's not a moment of this song that doesn't have... <laughs> Right. Like it's, <laughs> it's all it's always the there even if it's just lowly going oh like it's right. just there um yeah i don't know what else to say man so l- awesome. let me ask you, let me ask you this what what timestamp did you say again 120 155 155 yeah hold on okay we're gonna go back and just place one little spot Right there, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. So it goes dun 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 dun. Even the major—that's a major chord. Yeah. Even the major chord falls to minor. Yeah. And that it—it's like that is a symbol of what's happened to the hope of this of of this trilogy. Like yeah. the hope is completely gone. It's all falling apart. Even like the part that's supposed to be full of hope. Bum 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 bum. It can't stay hopeful because it's like falling. Everything's crashing down. Even the major chords are crashing down, Ben. Like <laughs> that is a brilliant. And I, I feel like if he wasn't going for that there, I'm just going to say he was definitely going for that there because that's <laughs> that's definitely what I got from it. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Good a choice, genius dude. piece, man. I love yeah. it. So good. And obviously that is a very – uh, emotionally and physically impactful moment of the whole of the whole saga, yeah. and um, it, it's that that that's one of those that's like brilliant balance of action and emotion. Yeah, because there's a lot going on that's like dun, 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 like all that stuff is happening, but it's also just like boom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like it, like I think you said it really perfectly. Every time it hits a, a, a chord, it like drives the knife in more. Yeah, and it, it's it's brilliant, dude. And and that is not in my top three either. It's not. I figured it would be in yours, but it's not in my top three. Yeah, that's how solid this list. That's how solid the this trilogy is. Are crazy stacked with good songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so for me, my number three is from Revenge of the Sith, and it's called Anakin's Dark Deeds. Ooh. 
This okay. My, honestly, guys, mine are all kind of sad. Mine are all really sad. <laughs> Dude, that's where uh, that's the sweet spot of this trilogy, though. Like <laughs> it, it is. It's it, it's just so good. So let's listen to it and then we'll talk about it. I'm so happy you put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So, um, if you don't remember, this is during the part actually where Obi-Wan is breaking the news to Padme. Yeah. And she doesn't, she can't believe it. Um, and, and then he has that moment that he's like, Anakin was the father, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. And, and then it cut, you know, the ending where it gets more intense is when it's like showing, like zooming into Anakin yeah. on Mustafar. And it's it's just like, I don't know. And I don't know how we're going to be able to differentiate our descriptions of these pieces because all of these pieces literally are what you said a second ago. They just jam. They just jam <laughs> the knife in. And then I guess this one doesn't jam it in. I guess it just like twists it really like slowly and slowly. Yeah. This <laughs> is like a, this it. is like the song that, um, I mean, it actually, it makes sense. I just, I just realized that it's pretty much what is happening in the scene that it's in is that it's like, there's a knife being stuck into your stomach, but you don't want to believe that there is. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's great. <laughs> and, and and if you think about it too, like this is during, I'm sorry. Is this during that part or is this during? No, 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 no. Okay. I got it wrong. So yeah. So I was right. I was right. It happens yeah. during that part. Uh, but it also is reused in the Clone Wars during Order 66. Yes, it is. And Ahsoka is fighting off the, is Ahsoka is fighting off the clones and like deflecting their their shots up toward the ceiling instead of back at them. Yeah. And it's just like this really, really, really powerful moment. And I will never I that's honestly when I hear that song, that's what I think about. Yeah. Like that 
it's such a powerful moment because it's so powerful right there it's perfect but it's it's used during this and it's dude it's i don't even know how else to describe it it just it moves me to my core and i think what one of the things that i love about it is honestly again again with the choir and that's going to kind of be a theme for most of these <laughs> pieces in this in this era of Star Wars but that choir man it just hurts me <laughs> in mm-hmm. the best ways but then so one of John Williams's greatest attributes is his melodies and he he always knows exactly what notes to play in a melody and this is just such a simple yeah. melody it's 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 three notes dun 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 it's that it's that's the main core of the melody right there. And mm-hmm. what he does so brilliantly is like, you know, we talked earlier about like major chord happening to add hope to it yeah. and then it just kind of falls apart. This is actually you have a minor chord and then it goes to dun dun a major chord and a major chord. There's no hope whatsoever. Yeah. That particular way that the melody is working the major chords don't matter. They don't yeah. add hope. They just make it heavier. Yeah. And I think that that's something that is like really a, it's a unique thing. And it's um, actually characteristic of what's happening too. It's like, yeah. it's like no matter what hope you have to give, it doesn't make a difference. Like, it you know, it, yeah, it doesn't make a difference. It's, it's all going to hell. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it's an incredible, it's, just incredibly heartbreaking music playing underneath Padme hearing that news mm-hmm. and she just she just can't accept it and and it's also really sad like it's equally sad that Obi like when you think about Obi-Wan having to tell her that yeah. like can you imagine being in his position like it's yeah. i mean maybe it's not equally sad but it's very sad <laughs> like it's very um I don't know. That's just it's such a heavy thing. Yeah. And gosh, yeah, Anakin's Dark Deeds, man. It's so good. Okay, are we yeah. ready for your number two? Yeah. I mean, it's Duel of the Fates, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, good mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was like on on Spotify. This is on John Williams' top five, yeah, um, yeah, songs on there. And it's like I think it's the only Star Wars one actually on his top five. That's how enough. good he is. That's how good he is, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, his the only Star Wars song on his top played on Spotify was from the prequels. No, um, <laughs> so. Seriously, though, this is, like, the 
like if people wanted to say like what is John Williams like magnum opus or whatever like this is what a lot of people would say probably um I mean this is a classic I have other ones in this trilogy that I probably personally like more um like like Anakin's Dark Deeds hits me on a more emotional level this is just one of those ones it's kind of like um that one Trans-Siberian Orchestra song that comes around every year that's what this is for (laughs) Star Wars for me it's like it's like yes it's awesome I never get tired of it and it's just like it's always (laughs) it's always gonna be amazing um no but honestly okay Speaking a little more deeply about it, because it is more than that. Yeah, um, yeah. This, I mean, it's called Duel of the Fates. I mean, we've seen Dave Filoni's talk about this battle in general and what Duel of the Fates really is. Um, it's a lot like, at stake. It's, there's a lot at stake. It's the fate of the child. It's, you know, if, you know, it's... Is the he gonna, child? The child. <laughs> the, yeah, from the Mandalorian. That's actually being decided in episode one. No. Wow! Um, <laughs> Um, it's the fate of Anakin being decided of like, you know, is he going to be with this father figure, uh, of Qui-Gon or is he going to be with Obi-Wan? Um, and, or is he going to be with Maul? You know, it's kind of like, how is this going to go? Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's, um, it's my, it goes along with like one of my favorite lightsaber battles of all time. So that helps. Um, yeah. (laughs) The setting is amazing. And then, like, I mean, this is also just when I, for years, when I thought of Darth Maul, this is the song that would play. It probably still is. But, I mean, like, because this, this was the thing. Like, this was the Darth Maul scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, man, I mean, when I when we were like, hey, let's talk about John Williams. And I was like, okay, I'm going to dive into the prequels music now. This was the first song I thought of. I was like. I'm going to get to hear Duel of the Fates. I'm so excited. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, it's my number two because the number one is just unavoidable for me. So yeah. 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 And and I know for a fact that we have the same number one. And so (laughs) we're going to, but honestly guys, okay. My thing is, um, and I'll get to my thoughts on Duel of the Fates here in a second. My number two could actually be my number one. Like it really could. So like, it's very hard for me to <laughs> for me to put that where it is where it, it's the my top two were definitely insanely difficult to decide. So we just decided we'll talk about the same song at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that made it easier. <laughs> but um, okay, so dude, Duel of the Fates is not in my top three. No, um, partially because I knew it would be in yours. Partially because honestly. I honestly think these three songs that I have would still go ahead of it, even though it's so amazing. Like it's, it's iconic. Yeah. Um, and for a reason it's, it's as popular as it is for a reason. It is, um, it is one of those like beautiful, uh, scenarios where like action meets depth uh-huh. and emotion and all of and, and all of this is happening in one incredible upbeat but also emotional yeah. song and and by the way they change keys like 15 times it's crazy I like yeah. you get that same melody oh, 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 in like a ton of different keys it's crazy how he just seamlessly does that and you don't even think about it but um but you just feel it <laughs> and um uh, again the choir the choir is the the star of this trilogy but um i think like it just kind of brings a lot of even more weight to what is happening in the song kind of yeah. like dave filoni talked about we talked about that a lot of times um how you know 
the fate of Anakin Skywalker hangs in the balance here. That's what this is, you know? If 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 either of the two Jedi lose, he's going with Darth Maul. <laughs> if if Qui-Gon, you know, if Qui-Gon dies <clears throat> and Obi-Wan wins, Obi-Wan is going to train him. Mm-hmm. If it's the other way around, Qui-Gon trains him. Yeah. If it could be, you know what I uh, it would be really nice if they both lived, but they didn't. But um <laughs> but that is there's so much at stake here and the music just adds that depth and I just I don't have a ton to say about it either what you said was great but it's just I I will always love Duel of the Fates but dude that was what was surprised me like when I was starting to listen to the prequels I was like okay well I know Duel of the Fates is going to be in my top three I wonder, yeah. wonder what's going to fill in around it well it filled in around it so much that it pushed it out yeah <laughs> Like that is how good. Understand? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is how good the music is in this trilogy. It's insane. Well, like because this was the only trilogy that Michael and I actually had to coordinate a little bit on, like with our listing, because it was like just just a just a little. But it was like because we had some similar songs. Like I know for a fact your like your next one was possibly going to be in my top three because I was still like figuring it out, and I remember like I was like, man. How on earth am I gonna fit five songs into my top three? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I didn't end up getting to do it, but it's fine. <laughs> Duel of the Fates, amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude, it really is. It's so good. And again, like we could have made this if we wanted to make this a five-hour podcast, we could have done top five, but that's <laughs> we're already over hour two. So I mean, I know. So like, yeah, <laughs> way over. Um, so yeah, um, that dude, that's great. I love it. So my number two, and I could have played this, and I could play this entire song. Like the entire thing is just brilliant. It's so good, and this one surprised me too because this one was not on my radar. Like mm-hmm. it, it was not. I didn't know the the track names going in super well, except for a few of them. But when I got to this one, this, and I texted Ben as soon as I listened to this, I was like, this is literally one of the most beautiful pieces i've ever listened to in my life not star wars music <laughs> like yeah it's just it's and again it's one of the sad ones with and it deals with anakin's decision but it's just it's heartbreaking but it is it is also just absolutely stunning and beautiful and so what i decided to do is i'm cheating a little bit i'm gonna play just the beginning for about a minute and then i'm gonna go to the end and play like a minute or so. So here it is, guys. Anakin's Betrayal from Revenge of the Sith.
So I'm going to move it on now. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I, uh, I, uh, seriously, dude, I could have just kept playing the entire thing. Um, there's going to be, I'm going to play a little bit more here at the end, but I, yeah, it, <laughs> no, I get it. Like, I literally was like, How, what parts are you going to choose? Like, <laughs> Like, okay, here we go. Let's let's finish it. Here's the here's the how it finishes. Honestly, dude, this might be my favorite. I don't I, know. <laughs> I was sitting here. I was like, I was like, this is just as good as the number one. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it is. It again, and, and this is the theme of this is the theme of all of these, dude. Of of this prequel trilogy, it is heartbreaking. Yeah, it is absolutely heartbreaking, and even stuff that they do musically contributes, like contributes to on a technical level to adding so much ten- tension. If you notice there's so, there's like several points in there where two notes are like a half step off from each other yeah. and so they're going like back and forth between like your ears are hearing this like dissonance between these like ah, like these back and forth between these half steps. Yeah. And what they do is they make that tension they make the tension in a way that's like it it's like you need it to change. You need it to change. And then it does change, but it resolves to sadness. Yeah. It doesn't resolve to happy. Yeah. And that's what this that's what this is doing. And it just like can you imagine this trilogy without having without John Williams touch on it? Dude, no. Like it wouldn't be and by the way, y'all, this is during Order 66. This is this is the music that's happening during Order 66. Yeah. This is this is the song that like like as we've been sitting here listening to all of these like so far this is the one that like when I'm listening to it I'm legitimately just like we could not have these movies without John Williams. Like yeah. I mean like this is the one that makes me feel that. Like you know this is the one where I'm just like I don't know how anybody could make something that elicits the emotions I'm feeling like, like, and the, and like perfectly mirror what is happening in this as well. You know, like it is just, it's insane how good that song is. And this song, like I said earlier, it wasn't on my radar. Like I was not thinking I, you know, I was actually, before we started, I was like, okay, so battle of the heroes, duel of the fates and across the stars. Those are definitely going to be my top three. There's no question. No, Michael, Psych. that's my top three. 
<laughs> oh, spoiler. Yeah, I'm sure that everyone saw that coming. But um, but like these these songs from Revenge of the Sith, man, or pieces from Revenge of the Sith, they yeah. just have absolutely risen from um, honestly, I cannot believe that Anakin's betrayal is has been listened to so little by me. Same. And um, <laughs> it, it won't going forward. Let me tell you that. This is going on a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, I'm going to wake up, grab my yerba mate, and I'm going to listen to this and be sad. <laughs> <laughs> Some days, you just need to feel something. <laughs> and, bro, this seriously, like, I, I can, it really is, I can't really think of a piece of music that makes me feel the way this one feels. Like, on a on a on a level of like sadness, but also mm-hmm. on a level of like this literally might be a top five movie score piece of all time for me. Yeah, personally, like I do, I I really am like fighting with myself right now. I'm gonna keep my number one where it was, so we can talk about it together. But like you can just say <laughs> this is number one B. Like yeah, <laughs> like it it's this is my favorite yeah. <laughs> potentially like, Oh my gosh, it's so good, man. So anyway, let's get moving <sighs> somehow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce the next one <laughs> while you recover. Um, do it, do it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I've already said it before, but do it dude across the stars from attack of the clones. Yep. This was like, you know, other than Duel of the Fates, this is the song that I think of when I think prequels, amazing songs. This is iconic. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so good. Um, I, we, didn't this, didn't Drew Miller say that this song played at his wedding? He did say that. Yeah. Drew, you're amazing and your wife is amazing <laughs> for, for this being allowed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I listened to it and I was like, I wish I played this at my wedding. Um, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, w- honestly, and we'll talk about it here in a second. Uh, I have a thought on it, but let's just let's go ahead and play the song so we can yeah. get the full feel of it. This piece has more romance than the entire movie does. <laughs> I know. Like every time I've watched the I've watched the movie and this played like during their wedding scene, I'm like, y'all don't deserve this song. Like, <laughs> um, like it really is that good. Yeah. Um, I this is a song that actually. Um, 
this one feels like an original trilogy song. You know what I mean? It's that sweeping big strings and like, yeah, it feels like an, it almost feels like it belongs in Empire. I was literally thinking that. It's like it yeah. gives me the feelings of Empire Strikes Back, which I mean, middle movie. Sure, but like also, also that we're kind of comparing it. I think mentally, even whether or not we realize it, we're comparing it to the Han and Leia love theme. We are, yeah, and that's what this is. This is Anakin and Padme's love theme, and it happens repeatedly throughout the movie. Yeah, Um, makes sense. It makes sense for sure. It makes sense that we would get similar feelings. Um, Yeah, and um, I think that it's that you know. I think Across the Stars is also the best name. Like, <laughs> oh, such a good name. Like, what yes. a cool name. Um, S- Star Cross Lovers. Yep. <laughs> a- across space. Star Lovers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it really is like this is just one of those songs. It's big. It kind of sweeps you up and just takes you away um, yeah. into this beautiful, romantic, like, love story, you know? Um, even though, you know, the romance scenes aren't well executed, like that, the song itself does such a good job of making (laughs) me believe that this is like a really real relationship, (laughs) you know? Um, so anyways, yeah, yeah. And it speaks when I listen to it, I'm sorry, what'd you say? No, you're good. I just said, I was like, it speaks for itself for me. Like I, it literally, the song is at my number one because the feelings it gives me are like it just takes me to a high that yeah I, most other songs in Star Wars really can't you know it's crazy yeah absolutely and I what I think I think it's really cool because like a lot of love pieces you know a lot of love themes are more um, happy feeling but like this is like a sad love yeah it's almost like you know what I mean it's almost like um, you can you can feel the romance in this theme, but at the same time, it's like you can feel that it's forbidden. Yes, and you know what I mean. Yes, and and that's you a can great feel, way to describe it. Yeah, yeah, and you can feel the the torment that's going on between the two of them, like within each other. And I, I think that's what makes it so special. It's because it's not just like this beautiful love theme. It's this beautiful love theme for these two characters that aren't supposed to. Yeah. They might be supposed to be together, but they're not supposed to by cultural standards or by, you know, by the galaxy's standards. Mm-hmm. Like this is not supposed to happen. Jedi aren't supposed to fall in love. Right. And, uh, especially with a senator and senators not supposed to fall in love with a Jedi, especially when she's like way older than him. And like, yeah. there's this there's all these like things that are like it's it's definitely kind of a forbidden love scenario. And, um, and it also like, it's also, I believe that it kind of helps knowing like, it's not necessarily that just falling in love is bad. It's that what happens when Anakin falls in love is going to be bad Yeah, because we know that's the next step to him falling. Yeah. And so like, well, I think that this music communicates all of that. <laughs> I do too. And I think that also like, like you said, it's like forbidden love. Mm-hmm. It's like it it literally gives you that feeling of like loving someone so much it hurts. But like, yeah. like you can say that and it means like, agony. Actual, it's, it's like, a, yeah, you can say it and like mean a positive thing. It's like, I love you so much. Like I it literally like, I feel it. It's like, it tugs at me. And that's literally what Anakin feels. It's like, but it's like in a bad way, you know, it's like, I love you and it's pulling at me. It's tearing me apart, you know? 
And Would you say that it haunts him? It haunts. It like, haunts me. The the kiss <laughs> that you never should have given me. <laughs> That's what's such a shame, dude. Like the. This like absolutely gorgeous theme. It's just, it's not made. Um, it, it's it's not done right by the scenes themselves. No. <laughs> not like they could have been. But John Williams, by God, you did it. <laughs> you made me feel in that scene, even though <laughs> the actors couldn't. <laughs> as sad as it is, but like that song, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have no. I, you know, just thinking about these two songs, these two pieces, Anakin's Betrayal and Across the Stars, I don't regret putting Across the Stars at my number one. I just cannot believe how close Anakin's Betrayal is to it. <laughs> like, it's that was not on my radar. And it's like, literally, this might be my favorite. <laughs> it's so good. Of, it's it, it could it could be an all it could be an all time Star Wars top five piece to me. Yeah, like, same. honestly, yeah, God, it's so good. But. Any other notes on the on the prequels? No, we got to move on. <laughs> we got to move on, man. Whew. All right. So, in 2015, <laughs> uh, we got The Force Awakens, and we got The Last Jedi two years later, and The Rise of Skywalker two years after that. So, all of these happen, uh, they started happening, uh, what was it? 10 years after Revenge of the Sith? Because that was 05, so. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they used to do every three years instead of every two years. Honestly, I think they should continue that. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but, okay. Oh, my. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so I have some thoughts here. I wanted to talk about this right at the top because, like, I feel like, it, I feel like we need to. We kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. Okay. The sequel trilogy has a lot of great music in it. It does. Like, it it's like it's John Williams and John Williams it is at his worst he is the best still <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. like this is like not to poo poo any of this but I did notice that this trilogy is a little bit less um, I felt like um, and, and honestly this is pro- this is potentially a victim he's probably a victim potentially of what the sequel trilogy kind of was production-wise. Yeah. You know? And we, we, you and I defend the sequel trilogy a lot. We and did, yeah. Especially, like, we love The Force Awakens. We love, love, love The Last Jedi. Um, and then we were sour still on Rise of Skywalker, but it's because there wasn't really Getting too much of a sour. plan. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's because there just, there wasn't an, quite enough of a, just an outline. We don't need everything, but just a plan of some sort. And I think you feel that a little bit in this, um, I feel, I feel like you feel it in the music a little bit, I dude. I do too. Because, because like in, in the original trilogy, they were all making it up as they went anyway. Like, th- but like they were, they were coming up with everything from scratch anyway. That was the beginning. So you can't really compare it to the original trilogy too much. Mm-hmm. And then the, but the prequel trilogy, they had already had the, they had already had the original trilogy, you know? They really don't use a ton of themes from the original trilogy in the prequel trilogy. Did you even did you ever think about that? No, I mean, like, you're right. Like, they don't. And that's one of the reasons I love the prequel trilogy like, so much. Like, they use the Force theme, and I know they use other ones here and there sprinkled, but, like, really, the prequels is its own thing. 
Yeah. Like of all the stuff we just played, that was all brand new. Yeah. <laughs> like the the force theme wasn't even a part of that except for your Battle of the Heroes thing. Yeah. And it was like a hint. <laughs> right. And so like like I, I feel like the the prequel trilogy, music wise, they they had a plan definitely like in every way with for the prequel trilogy. For better or worse, it is what it is, and it is a cohesive trilogy. Yeah. And and you can really feel that with the music and that John Williams was given the license to go like to to do all of this stuff to to match the movies. The the sequel trilogies are kind of everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like the music is kind of that way too. And and so for that reason, The Force Awakens has to me, like hands down the best score of the three. Yeah, I would and, agree. And, he comes up with great themes for Ray, for Kylo, for the Resistance, for the First Order, for all this stuff. Great themes. But then after that, a good chunk of what comes next is like just kind of rehashing of that stuff and old stuff. Yeah. And so, um, un- unfortunately, listening through the last couple, I was getting a little tired. And and I, I hate that. But at the same time, it's still so good. But I didn't yeah. want to preface this all, you know, there's going to be a little more. Uh, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna come down on this trilogy any more than this. I just wanted to mention this because none of these three songs quite hit me like any of the other ones that we just talked about. Yeah. Not quite, not quite there. Yeah. You know, um, I do think even that, though they're very good. Yeah. Like for instance, I mean like to prove your point, The Force Awakens, I wrote down seven different songs that mm-hmm. struck me, you know. I did too. Actually. Um The Last Jedi, I wrote down five. And then The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> two. Um Yeah. And honestly, it's just it's not that the Rise of Skywalker is like their sound the soundtrack is bad. It's just It uses a lot of stuff I've that, come, that came like before. Nothing nothing stands out. Everything sounds like sounds like Star Wars, which is good. Mm-hmm. But very few things stand out. And so like the two that I wrote down are like the ones that to me went, Oh, that's actually a little different. Oh, that's cool. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, yeah. and, and I feel like it kind of, I, I do feel like that you can feel the direction of this trilogy as a whole through the music. But I also think John Williams is 90 almost. So like <laughs> I get off his back. <laughs> like this guy is writing full orchestras. <laughs> yeah. In his, in his eighties. It's it's crazy. And so like I, I think that there's still a ton of great stuff here. In fact, like definitely definitely my top three are very, very, very yeah, I good love stuff. every song in my top three. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And so like none of that's to poo-poo any of this, but I did want to just mention that at the top. Now now we're gonna get into like it's all all gonna be positive now, you know? Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up yeah, before we for get sure. started. What would you um, – do you have any thoughts on that before we move on? No, I don't think so. I think you said it really okay. well. Awesome. Uh, let's go ahead and do honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. So uh, for all the three all three of the movies, do you have any of them that you couldn't put in your top three but are really close? Um, I have – I have. yes, I have two. Okay. So – Okay. Well, one is more of a – of like I want to point it out and then the other one is like I wanted to put in my top three but couldn't. Um, okay. Okay. So – First, I want to point out something. Okay. The song Snoke from mm. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Really reminds me of Palpatine's lesson from episode three. And yeah. this was, I think this is actually one of the reasons people were building theories that he was Plagueis and stuff. 
So, mm-hmm. but just listen and tell me that like they weren't right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Woo! First off, hats off to that bass singer. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's amazing. I can't believe someone can actually do that. I don't that. think that's real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it really, it sounds so much like the mm-hmm. Plagueis thing, like the, the story of Plagueis um, stuff. Yeah. Um, just really gives me that vibe. But anyways, no, I, 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 in my notes, I just wrote Snoke makes me think of Palpatine's lesson. What a sick joke. LOL. Um, <laughs> like that was what I thought well, when I heard that. Dude, honestly, like it kind of does feel a little bit like it and it's almost like it's, it's partially it. Right. Which is kind of like, like if you follow some theories that Snoke is like a, a clone attempt at bringing Palpatine back. Mm-hmm. Like it and if you look at Snoke actually like what he looks like, it, it it's like he's a partial <laughs> Palpatine almost. Partial Pal- I don't know. Yeah. Does that does that No, it Pal- does. Yeah. So like I don't know. I I was always like under the impression through, you know, until until what happened happened. I I always kind of wondered if they were at least related in that way, yeah. you know? And so, so yeah, it's it's very interesting to listen to because it is very similar. Sounds like what they're, like, supposedly listening to at that, like, bubble opera thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bubble <laughs> so, opera, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy, dude. That didn't even get into our honorable mentions or anything in the prequel. Yeah, I mean, well, it's just, yeah, it's, what just you- it's just low humming, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. It's really good. But like Palpatine's theme actually does have distinguishable Oh, oh yeah. Notes, Palpatine's though. theme, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sorry. I thought I thought you were just talking about the like What kind of happens there? It kind of does. Kinda, yeah. It kind of does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh but yeah, great. That's a great one, dude. It's very very weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but awesome. very yeah. very awesome. Um I'm going to go um I'm going to go with from the Force Awakens, attack on Jakku Village. Yes, the very, very beginning of the movie. And what I love about it, I couldn't put it in my top three because there's three that I definitely think as like just full pieces are better. But I love this contains Kylo's theme, yeah, and it's how he's introduced in the movie, and it's so powerful. So I couldn't not mention it at least. So here's that. It's called um, main title and attack on Jakku on. On Jakku, so, um, or on Jakku Village. Mm-hmm. 
and then Kylo's theme happens later on in the piece. We don't have to go into it, but I love. Yeah. Yeah. I just I love the way that they come out of the opening crawl into that, and it drops us into these stormtroopers come like all it shoots. Yeah. We see the shot of the stormtroopers in that like in that in ship. ship. Yeah. Yeah, and then we see. It, it, we just we're just dropped in, and then we got this like dun 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 dun. It's just a great way to open to open the whole brand new trilogy, and I just I thought that was awesome. And then Kylo's theme is later. We don't have to play it right now, but right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just I just love it. It's a great way. It was like, wow, what a way to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it we're just dropped in to this action. And uh, along with JJ, he had several shots in this opening sequence that were just like mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I I think between that and John Williams' music in this part, it's just so good. Yeah. And yeah, dude, I love it. It's so good. No, dude. Yeah, it's so good. I I had that written down as one of the ones that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, and I I think it's also because like I remember vividly sitting in the theater hearing it seeing the stormtroopers now it's just like it's happening we're getting star wars again oh my god yep. like <laughs> yeah it's the exactly. reason why like force awakens is still like it gives me it gives me like warm fuzzies it's just like yeah it it was so magical man but um it is but yeah so anyways i love that you put that um i have two different ones that i really want to do but um i'm wondering if either one of these is on your top three um torn apart it's actually not but it was so close <laughs> okay that's that was my let's do that one that's okay great i'm uh, glad that you honorable mention to do that. yeah uh, all yeah. i have written next to it i don't have a timestamp. it just says so dynamic and tragic <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so this is this is where spoiler alert this is where kylo ren kills han yeah and um boy is it it's the music is incredible yeah
goodness. That's a really good one. Yeah. It's so <laughs> oh, man. pretty, man. Honestly, that one was really close to my number three. I, I really debated on that one. Yeah, <sighs> I did too. It was it was in my top three for a minute, and then I decided to swap one out. But yeah, I wonder if our top three is going to be really similar on this one. <laughs> I do too, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. Yeah, um, dude, that's a that's a great one. It's it's like so beautiful and then sad yeah. and like both at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect for the name, Torn Apart, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if that's straight to do it. It's like I'm being oh, torn apart. So good. Um, okay, so my last one here for honorable mentions is going to be The Fathiers. Yes, I love this so, one. So, yeah, this one, this one's great because I think a lot of people overlook it because it's on Canto Bite and a lot of people hate Canto Bite and, like, I... I, we're not going to get into it. <laughs> I have, I have, I've warmed up to Canto Bite quite a bit, especially this part. And so it's where Finn and Rose are riding on the Fathiers or however you, I think it's Fathiers. I think so. Um, and they're, they're releasing them and, um, really beautiful cinematography in this part too. But um, this is kind of Rose's theme, actually. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the most triumphant use of that theme in this movie. Yeah. And so this is from The Last Jedi. And um, here we go. The Fathers. <laughs> That's like, that's really all I it's wanted to so play pretty. about it. Like, I love that theme, and it's used really softly in other parts of the yeah. movie as well. But that it, it almost has a Jurassic Park kind of a vibe it to it. Yeah. Um, and I know I've talked about that particular track on this podcast before, yeah. but I wanted to actually play it um, where it wasn't my voice doing it. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, and so I. I actually love – and there's also like a couple of spots in there that hits these like dissonant notes during the melody and yeah. it's really weird and interesting. But I love it. I think it really fits Rose's character a lot and it's, yeah. it also fits the situation they're in. And so uh, it's very – she is hope. She is hopeful. She's she's Her character is um, a hopeful presence in the movie and I think that is her – that is her – the point of her being in it is to show um, – is to really help – um, Finn yeah. along his journey of finding what side he actually is on. And I think that piece is so hopeful. I do too. You know, at least, at least for that part before they started getting like shot at and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. I love it. I love it so much. So, okay, dude. Okay. Let's do it. Top three. I'm going to go. My number three is March of the resistance. Oh yes. Good. So I, I am a sucker for the marches in Star Wars. I yeah. really, I, I think it's something that's really special about Star Wars, um, the music from it. And the March of the Resistance is like surprising. Like it, it, it's not surprising. I don't know why I said surprising, but it's, it's very like, it's very catchy when I think about like March, uh, when I think of the Imperial March or when I think of like, even like the March in, um, Phantom Menace when they're mm -hmm. like when the droids are like marching, which we didn't even talk about that. The boom 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 boom
um, it all of these marches are like I'm a sucker for them They're big so time. Good. And so yeah, and the resistance, the march of the resistance is actually like super good. And so I am going to play that one. Dude, March of the Resistance. It's so good. Oh gosh, I forget. Yeah. I sometimes forget that that one is actually a sequel trilogy song. It really does yeah. sound something. It sounds like something that'd be in the original trilogy. Yeah, it, it or even the prequels. It sounds kind of it um, does. Phantom it Menace. Sounds a little, yeah, a little Phantom Menace ish. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what what I love is like usually the the marches are generally reserved for like more of the the dark like the villain stuff. You the bad know? boys. Yeah. Yeah, and so I I like that the good guys have Smart. have the uh, have an awesome catchy march. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's super cool. John Williams does some awesome things with like um, different instruments repeating like dun 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 dun, dun like yeah. all these like different like horns do it here, strings do it here, something else does it here. It's just such a cool little like echo yeah. thing that he does in that one. And um, yeah, I I just I really really love the March of the Resistance. I just think it's such a good one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Dude, yeah. That's, that's, I yeah. agree. I mean, like, it really does. It it gives me that feeling. And I mean, like, I don't have a ton to say about it just because it's like you said. It's like, it's not one of the more like, oh, it gives me all these feelings. It's more of like, man, what a sick March for the good guys. Like, what a yeah. great addition, man. It's, it's like you said. It's like, we get a catchy March for um, good guys instead of just all the bad guys getting all the good March songs. Um, but yeah, yeah and, and, and it's also, it does some really cool things with like tempo and like different like rhythms and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. like and it's kind of like bouncing between different things. Like I, we were both doing things with our hands that made us feel like, like, you know, yeah, it does that. It, it kind of does like a left, right, left, right, which is, you know, Marchy, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah. I love that dude. I'm happy you have that on here. Yeah. And, and, and I will say, Probably the most aggressive version of it is actually in the Last Jedi. It's in the Battle of Crate. It's it's found on that track. Yeah. So if you want, like that's this version is actually called March of the Resistance. It's in Force Awakens. But if you want, like the most aggressive version, it's actually in the Battle of Crate track on the Last Jedi. So yeah, yeah there you go. Um, awesome. Okay, now let's get to let's the get spark. to. Yeah, let's get to your number two or your number three and my number two. And what has it been? The Spark from The Last Jedi. Yeah.
that this is trilogy, incredible. I mean, it's something that really stands out to me about this trilogy is that it, um, a characteristic of it, I would say, is that it has a lot of just string stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like I feel like the other trilogies were, for the most part, always doing a lot of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, lots of horns, lots of lots of strings too. But right, but a lot of times, lots of percussion. Yeah, a lot of percussion and everything. This trilogy has no shortage of songs that breathe a lot and are very, very string focused. Um, yeah, and. It's pretty cool to me, honestly, especially like this song. It's just, it really, really fills it with a lot of emotion. Um, and like, especially just knowing what's happening in the scene too. That's the other thing. It's like, mm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's Luke and Leia, you know? And you heard, Le- you heard Leia's theme in there too. Yeah. Mm. So good. Ugh. Um, I love this song, dude. <laughs> like, this was just one of those ones that caught me by surprise. Because it's like you said, like, you get to a point in listening to the sequel trilogy. Because this is near the end of The Last Jedi's um, um, score. And when I was listening to this one and Rise of Skywalker, there are parts where I just start to kind of zone out. Because it all kind of sounds like... It's Star Wars. Like, it's it's good. But it all does kind of just... It's mm-hmm. in the background at that point, you know? Uh, but this one really took me. I was like... Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Stop whatever I'm doing. <laughs> like it hit me. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. It has that same it's it's honestly in that that same realm just as far as feel uh-huh. goes. It's in that same across the stars um Leia's theme. It's in that It's in that sweep you off your feet. Sweep you off your feet, love, but it's a different love. It it's is. not it's not romantic love, but it's it's definitely a a love kind of a theme. It's a loyal love. That's what it feels yeah. like, you know? Yeah. Um, man, I love that song. <laughs> yeah. And then dude, if you keep playing that track, it, it just like builds and builds and yeah. in, into like Luke walking out of the cave, mm-hmm. like a freaking bad a, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, dude, I totally agree. This was my number two because honestly, like, like you, I was listening to The Last Jedi, and I think a lot of the tracks are good, but like there's a few great ones, but as a whole, it's just kind of like more of the same, which the same is good, yeah. but um, it's not quite as um, – God, I feel like all of the old ones and the prequel ones have – like each track has an identity of some kind, and and these don't all have that identity. You know what I mean? Right. But like – but this – and honestly, dude, like I, I was tempted to put like this trilogy of the Spark, the Last Jedi, and Peace and Purpose, dude. All like those, like those three tracks back to back. I was tempted to put that as my number two, <laughs> like, like a trilogy of yes. tracks, um, because because like I would be remiss if I didn't at least talk about the track Peace and Purpose dude. is where Luke is where Luke, you know, he he passes on finds peace and purpose and you got the two the twin sons um you got that same shot as as at the beginning of the saga and it's just like absolutely it's the bookend mm-hmm. to that and it's absolutely gorgeous and yeah um so i would be remiss if i didn't at least mention that but like i feel like that just that's a continuation of this track almost you yeah. know what i mean there's a couple of times in um the last jedi where i'm like man I love the use of this theme. 
like I love the use of Leia's theme in The Last Jedi. Like it oh, is yeah, so off good. the charts good in that movie. Well, because Leia as a character in The Last Jedi is incredible. Yeah. I love her portrayal yeah. in The Last Like I think Jedi. it's in the track The Supremacy. There's like a really beautiful like sweeping part mm. that plays her song. And I think it's because it's – I think I'm pretty sure it's the, it's the scene where she um, – like her, the bridge gets shot out and she gets fl- yeah, flown yeah, yeah. into space, whatever. I'm sure that's what it but is. But it's yeah. so good, man. Um, yeah. Should I do my number two since we just did your number two? Yes. By the way, I also just love, I love all of the, those three titles are great. Yeah. The Spark, The Last Jedi, and Peace and Purpose. Those are just like, those track names yeah. are like... If I'm just like scanning through, I'm like, oh, I want to listen to that one. Yeah. <laughs> just based on the name alone. Yeah. So anyway, yes, please give me your number two. My number two. Um, my number two and my number one have been switching spaces all day. Um, <laughs> but so it's it's interesting. So my number two is actually it's from the track The Scavenger. But in particular, it's Ray's theme in it. I just like the way it is in this track more than in the track race theme. So, um, scavenger. Awesome. Cause the scavenger is my number one. Perfect. <laughs> so then we have a we'll different number one. A, yes, we do have a different number one, but your number two is my number one. Yeah. And dude, let me say this before we listen to this one. This one is the definitive track of the sequel trilogy for me. Yeah. It, it is, like I feel, and I've I've heard John Williams talk about Ray before. Mm-hmm. He loves Ray. He loves the character of Ray, and I do too. Me too. And you feel every bit of that love yeah. in this track. Dude. And honestly, uh. dude, we always talk about the beginning. We always talk about Ray's theme and the beginning of the track, the Scavenger. Yes. But the part. Like that we never really talk about that is so good too is the end of it where she's, you know, she makes her meal mm-hmm. and then she goes and sits down outside of the walker and puts that helmet on as she's eating her meal and watching, like looking. It's almost it's very reminiscent of Luke looking out on the horizon. She's watching the ship lift off and yeah. like go into space, and she's thinking that'll be me one day. Yeah. And the music that happens there is also incredibly beautiful. Yeah. And it's yeah. So let's listen to let's listen to the scavenger.
Yeah, man. The scavenger. That's the best. That's the best one, man. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, <laughs> well, I have a different number one, okay? <laughs> no, uh, I said I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it really is so good. I mean, like when I like I said, this one and my number one have been like swapping spaces yeah. all day. But like it really ha- like it really is when I think of the sequel trilogy, I think oh, race theme. Like <laughs> think about yeah. that song because like I think about the scavenger because I remember the first time I heard it in theaters, I was literally just like, This is like so this is such different music than I hear usually in Star Wars. It's so much simpler. It's stripped down. It's bare bones. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a single instrument. It stands out. And it's like it speaks so much to Ray's character too, you know? It's like Yeah, man. It's like it doesn't have anything really defining her but who she is. Like it doesn't have the Jedi Order. She doesn't have the Empire. She doesn't have the Rebellion. Nothing is defining her but herself. It's just a single thing. And so uh, that's why I love that version of her theme so much because it's just that simple, really warm piano. Um, that like really like dampened piano. Just yeah, yeah, man. Like it's so nice. And then even after that, there's a there's like a couple spots where it's like it's just an acoustic guitar, and then it's just flute for a second. Like it's just it keeps on doing just these single instruments, just having yeah. their moment. And I love it so much, dude. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like it's similar to Leia's theme, not in a sound way, but in a theme thematic way uh-huh. where it's like Ray is a like just by listening to the music, Ray is a different character than Leia. Yeah. But but her goodness permeates this track. Yes. Like it's it's like you feel nothing but the character's optimism and goodness, even though her situation sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows there's more, but at the same time, she is good. And her goodness is like all wrapped up in this entire piece. Yeah. And like I said, dude, like we always talk about the beginning and for good reason, that's that theme starting with the dun, 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 the very dun, interstellar esque. Yeah. Yeah. Slash home alone almost. Oh a yeah, bit. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like all that little bit. And then going into the next part, you mentioned the, dun, 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 dun. and then what I love is the middle part is actually one of the most used themes in the trilogy. Yeah. The, that, that, tr- that theme is used very much in the, like the adventures coming up yeah. in the trilogy. And, um, I think it's just so good. And then the end, man, when she's just looking, watching that ship take off, knowing she has more for her, much like Luke in a new hope, it is it the music right there. Is so it's it's a it's a different approach than they took with Luke because that music swells, Luke's music swells to this epic big thing, but her music is just this like. It's like it it's this like sweet wonder, this wonderment, but it's 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 very dialed back and mm-hmm. it's like she's got a lot to discover, you yeah. know, 
And so I don't know, dude. I just love it so much. So and that good. is by far when I think of the music of the sequel trilogy, this is the song, this is the piece that I go to right away. Yeah. As defining. So yeah. Yeah, man. That's my number one for sure. Yeah. So I'm actually really curious what your number one is. Um, okay. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my number one is the Jedi Steps from The Force Awakens. Come on. Dude, it's so good. I just love that melody of... Like, it's just so good. And it, like, it's so Star Wars-y to me. And, like, I think that the reason I put it at number one, I think, is because, like, this whole part of, like, her going up the steps and talking to Luke and, like, tying things together of, like... Of like, Ray, these are your first steps and stuff like that, you know? It's like all of these things coming together when I was like theorizing about The Force Awakens. It was just like this song makes me think of that and makes me think mm-hmm. of like those ideas and stuff. And it's just like, ugh. and I mean like, and it, and it reminds me of Octu, which like, like my favorite scenes in the sequel trilogy happen on Octu. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> like it's just... That's why I think this one, honestly, 
um, is my number one. But like Ray's theme, I can explain why it's my favorite on a deeper level of like it's because it's it's perfect for her character and stuff. Like you know, kind of like I was able to explain like Yoda and Leia's. Yeah. Theme. Like these character themes are always my favorite. But like the Jedi steps just has this feeling about it that just it it's just it's it literally it feels like something awakening in me. You know, it's like the yeah. force is awakening in her. You know. And it's yeah, so and, cool. and the tone of the the tone of it is like it's kind of weird because you know we've been the whole movie we've been like we've been moving toward okay we got it it's time to go find Luke and like the whole movie in your head you think well this can only be a good thing right let's go but like this music is kind of like dark mm-hmm. and like I wonder if this is gonna go in a good way this now is like it's gonna go the go way the way you, you think. think. Right, and and that music kind of sets us up for that a little bit, yeah. I think, and um, I mean, definitely does knowing what happens next. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it's very like mysterious and dark in tone for her, like finally coming to Master Luke Skywalker, and so mm-hmm. like, I think that's such an intriguing choice that it wasn't just like a heroic thing at the end. It was like <laughs> it wasn't no, just like, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's it's not that at all. It's 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 actually like, wait, is Luke okay? And so, like, we obviously see that no, Luke is not okay. And so, I I think the music absolutely represents that perfectly. And honestly, it should have kind of probably should have given people, including myself, like. Little more I feel of a like, clue. It sh- yeah, it should have given us a clue about what was coming, <laughs> and 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 I don't think it did, but no. it should have. And, and so, yeah, dude, great, sh- great choice. And I mean, I think that also, I don't know if you caught this or if I'm just crazy, but like, it sounds almost like it starts to play, um, Vader's theme slightly for a second when it gets like really dark for a second. It's like. it's like it's it's like it's playing his theme just taking out all the middle notes and so it's again it's kind of making you unsure you're like hmm (laughs) you know um so yeah anyways it's cool i love that song uh Dude, I love it. Great choice. And I was really wondering where you were going once uh, the scavenger wasn't your number one. And I got to say, I'm glad you ended up there. Me too. Um, I still stand by my number one. I, the scavenger is so good. Gosh, yeah. But yeah, man. Awesome. We made it. We made <laughs> it. Um, over three hours. And we still have Fulcrum and Facebook. Yeah, we'll go through those here in a second, but I gotta say, John, you, John Williams, I know you're listening to this. John, I hope you, <laughs> John, regular listener of the podcast. Yeah, I know you know. I know that you are listening to this, and I just gotta say, I hope you know how much we love you. <laughs> yes. Like after this, man, he. I mean, is seriously. Of all of the reasons to do a three-hour podcast, I feel like John Williams is worth it, man. You know. So, um, and I'm probably going to promote the podcast like that too. <laughs> um, but guys, thank you so much. If you stuck around for this whole thing, we got a little more to do. So, um, I definitely want to cover, we're going to cover our Facebook question. And then, um, that is 
also the fulcrum transmission. We have one of those to to listen to. So let's get to it. Um, ben, do you want to go back and forth? Yes. Um, okay. So I'm gonna start with. Um, well, Drew Miller just said "oh" with a like a nodding his face. Yeah. yeah, and he sent. Yeah, and he sent in the the uh, fulcrum transmission, of course. Of course. The Drew transmission fulcrum himself. Yes. Um, <laughs> Okay, so Erwin Kerfers says, um, binary sunset, simple and powerful. Amen, brother. I mean, I love, how can yeah, you not? I mean, I mean <laughs> y- you know, I did. <laughs> In the original trilogy, at least. So sure. I'm totally with you, man. Um, Jordan Morris says, Imperial March. Heck, yes. Classic. I mean, I can't fault anyone for putting that as their favorite. It's incredible. John Andrew Reznor said Duel of the Fates. Which, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We yeah. yeah. So I guess he fixed it because I think he put Battle of the Fates or Duel of the Heroes, Heroes or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, which one? So, yeah, I'm <laughs> glad you fixed that, dude. So Duel of the Fates. Excellent choice, my friend. Um, um, okay. So Lane Dudley says, this is a hard one, but I would have to go with Across the Stars. I think it is such a beautiful composition that truly captures Anakin and Padme's relationship. It's truly a masterpiece. Yep. Yeah. And uh, y'all know how I feel about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's so good. And dude, what I'm seeing is that like, I want to challenge you guys. If you, if you are still listening to this podcast for some reason, um, (laughs) (laughs) for whatever reason, (laughs) I want to challenge you to dive deep into the revenge of the Sith um, <laughs> Seriously, Revenge especially of the, Sith. the Revenge of the Sith um, uh-huh. album. Um, please listen to Anakin's betrayal, like <laughs> the whole thing. It is just magnificent because that's not that's not mentioned here it's at not. any at any yeah. point. So, um, yeah, okay, you go ahead. Yeah, um, Ian Radford said binary sunset. Um, Michael Moorhead says binary sunset. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, yep. See here, James Flanagan said, I have and love the whole album. Which album, James? <laughs> the album, Michael. All Is of it Star all Wars. Of, yeah. It's all of them. Yeah. Wowzers. <laughs> and then and then David Vaughn says, have to go with Imperial March. Even have two cocktails that know and sing it. Are those like like chickens? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> David, if you're listening, I need clarification, man. <laughs> Or are you saying when you drink two cocktails, you sing it? Because <laughs> both are great. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh all my right, gosh. so that's all the Facebook questions. So a lot of a lot of binary sunset, and again, like I said, a lot of people have that same opinion, and it's for good reason. We get it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I would I would just encourage you guys to dive deep into honestly, I'm going to say go ahead and dive deep into Empire Strikes Back and dive deep into Revenge of the Sith because yeah. both of those are like rich. Yeah. <laughs> so, um okay. Now let's do our fulcrum transmission. We have one and it's from who else? Drew Miller. And here we go. Hey Michael, hey Ben and hello there to all the listeners. Uh, I'm sorry in advance, but I'm going to cheat and do 3 scores from the films uh the jedi steps from the force awakens is a gorgeous score with a mysterious and powerful main hook to it it has the return of our beloved luke skywalker 
and the next step for a lost and confused Ray. And it, of course, features the Force theme and binary sunset at the end of it. Um, Across the Stars is tied for my number one because it was played during my wife and mine's wedding ceremony. Uh, I had the Attack of the Clone soundtrack on disc and used to loop it just constantly, but especially that score. And it, of course, being in the wedding uh, makes it a very, very strong memory in my mind. Uh, But my clear number one is the victory celebration from Return of the Jedi. Uh, Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, So I have another strong emotional connection to this score playing. And I like to imagine in my head the joyful reunion of the heroes, the celebration taking place all across the galaxy. And most of all, Luke seeing all of the Force ghosts together. It's just phenomenal. So there's my answers. Dude, I love it so much. I'm actually really glad you did a top three, Drew. I know. um, Because that is what we've been doing. And he did one from each trilogy. (laughs) Yeah. Drew, Drew is the truly... secret third host. Yeah. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I love that you put the uh, – and I'm guessing you're talking about the special edition one because that's more across the galaxy. Yeah. Um, that's more of the across the galaxy celebration. Um, and I think we've talked about it before. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong on Facebook, Drew, but like I feel, I feel like we, we've talked about this before and both of us are pro – special edition for that specific thing. Yeah. And so um, if that's what you're talking about, bro, I love that. And I, I didn't like, that was definitely in my honorable mentions, you know, for, for return of the Jedi, but I would, I just, there's so much other stuff to choose ahead of it for me personally. But like, I love that. That's your all time favorite star Wars score. And if I'm not mistaken, is that not John Williams? Is that not written by, Joseph Williams? Is it? John Williams' son? Is it? Really? I think it is. I think Joseph Williams actually wrote that, um, the special edition one. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, And he's actually a member of the band Toto. So if you listen to that, actually works. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, guys, if I'm wrong, correct me on Facebook in the group. I'm not above being corrected. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Drew, thank you so much for sending that in for sending that in guys. If you want to hear your voice on the podcast, like you just heard Drew's just send your fulcrum transmission. We'll post in the Facebook group. Um, we'll post in the Facebook group that, you know, we'll post the question and then all you have to do is email your audio, your audio answer. You can do it via voice memo. It's super simple. Just email a voice memo to pov.podcast2 at gmail.com. And we'll have, we'll play your answer, um, on fate on the podcast, just like drew. Um, and then also if you're not already a member of the Facebook group, guys, please go ahead and join that Facebook group. It is so much fun. It is honestly like half the fun. The podcast is great, but then it's also like totally the other half of the experience being in the Facebook group. Yeah. And we actually do live streams every other week on there as well. Mm -hmm. So come be a part of that. Join us in the chat for those. And, um, yeah, Ben, do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, I don't think so. I just, man, it was, I'm really happy we did this. Cause I really like, I love that I got to just sit and listen through all of these soundtracks. Yeah. Cause man, it's so good. And I really, I agree with Michael, please 
try and go listen to honestly you could pick up any one of these um except for rise of skywalker and be like really no i'm kidding <laughs> um you can make, <laughs> no but really like pick up any one of these and i will say like i have i have a bias any of the prequel soundtracks just pick it up and listen because like so good i agree with michael that well, revenge of the sith is on another level um well, hey, I have a bias toward the original trilogy, and guys, go listen to the prequels. <laughs> like, yeah, my lord, they are they. I'm so glad we did this because I would not have. I probably wouldn't have just gone and listened to them again on a whim. I feel like I would need to have something like this to push me toward it. But now I will listen to them all the time because yeah. they're just so good. I'm so glad I kind of rediscovered or almost discovered for the first time how great they actually are. Yeah. Um, and John Williams, man, you are just, <laughs> I'm so thankful for John Williams. Yeah. Um, me too. But happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, Johnny. <laughs> happy birthday. All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode of a certain point of view. And until next time, may the force be with you always. <laughs>